0: Good evening, one and all. Welcome to anything but a one podcast, episode 80. 80, of course, being the sum of Euler's totient function over the first 16 integers, but we all knew that already, didn't we? I'm I'm preaching to the converted here. Oh, absolutely, Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm Twelfthman. I'm here most of the time. Um, Like today, for example, I'm here today as well, which is why I'm saying these things. If I weren't saying them, then I wouldn't be here. Which is very Cartesian. It's like I think, therefore I am. I speak, therefore I'm present. Here I am. Welcome to the podcast. Who else is here?
1: That, that's pretty deep for a Bowl podcast. Um, yeah, Matt Nightwing here, as always. <laughs> we could just we, we could talk philosophy. Let's I'm see happy, how many I'm philosophers? Happy to philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I
0: would run out of subject matter fairly quickly. I know a bit about philosophers. I don't know much. I've read Sophie's World. Most Ooh, of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I forgot most of it I remember I was reading through it and eventually about three quarters of the way through I went hold on this is just a philosophy textbook I'm not finishing this and then I just <laughs> which of is course is what it is basically um,
1: yeah well the best, yeah.
0: yeah the best joke on philosophy has to go to The Good Place which is a fantastic series if you haven't watched it it is I've seen it um, all the way through Yeah it's when the main character is being taught philosophy. And she's like, God, philosophy. It's like, who died and made Aristotle the leader? of was it? <laughs> yes. Who died and made Aristotle king of, um, of morality or something? And he just goes, Plato did. <laughs> or something like that. Uh,
1: anyway. Um, jo- philosophy joke's always hitting the mark. Uh, here's exa- one. Descartes sitting in a bar, having a drink. Bartender asks if he wants another. He says, I think not, and vanishes in a puff of logic. <laughs> I always like that one. Who a good one?
0: That's very Bill Bailey, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Um, uh, we're two minutes in. <clears throat> We've already covered Descartes. Should we, go, should, we go, should we go to some Vonnegut or something? I don't know. Go a bit more recent. Heidegger. I used to uh... like singing the Philosopher's Song from Monty Python.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, can't go wrong with that, to be fair. <laughs> um, let us discuss Blood Bowl.
0: Specifically, um, not much Blood Bowl, to be honest, because uh, not actually a lot has happened in the last however many weeks it's been since we were on air, so um, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> It's, it's the professionals, yeah, we, aren't
1: we? We are, we are sc- scratching around for subject matter, so yeah, it's like, yep, fine, Blo- it's Blood Bowl-ish, Blood Bowl-related, Blood <laughs> Bowl-adjacent. It's, um,
2: it's Blood Bowl,
0: but not as you know it. Absolutely, um, yeah. We No, we do have a few things. And uh, we are hoping, a little later on, to have a uh, a super special Nazgob. Um, he's currently... I don't know what he's doing. I think he's... Um, is he I'm fighting still, crime?
1: I'm, I'm going to blame it on, I don't know, childcare issues, um, the chosen one. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Something. <laughs>
0: well, whatever you do, uh, don't blame it on the boogie. Don't blame it on the sunshine. Don't blame it on the moonlight. Um, blame on boogie. So we've. Uh, we've <laughs> I've got a bit peculiar. Last episode I've gone a bit peculiar as well. It's because we have had a very confusing day. I woke up and it had snowed everywhere, which is very weird. And you live in the same city, Matt, so you know exactly how weird it was to suddenly wake up and be covered in snow.
1: Yes, I, I walked reasonably close to your house uh, this morning in the snow, yes.
0: <laughs> ah, I walked reasonably close to my house as well. I walked around the park and I was like, oh, this is quite. It's quite beautiful and quiet and you can't hear any cars and you can't see all... All you can see is beautiful white snow. And then it started to melt and I could see all like the dog crap and all the kind of half-rusted trolleys and I could hear all the cars again. And I thought, oh,
1: yeah. it was nice when it lasted. Less nice at that point, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, what have we got? We have got... Oh, we've got a um, bit of news. Uh, the Blood Bowl short story, anything about one competition, is still fiercely underway. Uh, you have, at the time of writing, one more week... Just submit your short stories. Um, please do, because I've had three so far and I want more. And they are good. I have read them, they're brilliant. Um and uh, we will be judging them. I we I will be reading them on air and I will even be doing voices. I've been practicing my accents and everything. So I'm looking forward to reading those out. Uh five hundred words, write a short story about Blood Bowl, make it enjoyable. That's the only thing you have to do. And and um, please
1: please please put in accents that you know Alex can't do. Challenge me. Say, um, oh yeah. Please please, please (laughs) please feel free to say, ah, the Welsh. You know, the dwarfs have Welsh accents because that's always a tough one to get. (laughs) Or say, like, yeah, this guy, this this one, this guy, this guy had a very
0: pronounced half moot, half (laughs) null accent. Yes. Uh,
3: Okay. (laughs) By way of Bogenhaven. Yes, yeah, so you, uh, so you sounded like a Reichlander who'd
1: been dragged through the moot. <laughs> <laughs> whose parent was a
0: half Ulfuan who'd been raised in the north, in the Nordlands. <laughs> um, so yes, do send those in because those are, those are very good and I'm highly enjoying them. And so, yeah, give, give me more. You have one week until February the 1st. I should probably say the date in case people are listening to this in the year 2026 when the world has become one large uh, quarantine. And the rest of the galaxy doesn't want us anymore. Because six, six years, you know, aliens could arrive. Six years ago, who would have thought this is what the world would be like now? So, what can we, what can we say? Yeah, true. <laughs> anyway, so no new Blood Bowl news apart from that. No new teams, no new books, no new exciting stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about a few, we, a few other things. We have a Blood Blusters quiz set up. We uh, We are hopefully, if Matt, if Naz turns up, going to talk about the Blood Bowl book by Matt Forbes. Forb- 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 Matt Fulbeck I can't remember his surname properly
3: Oh, So
0: we'll be talking about that Uh, We're going to talk some Secret League We might do some speculation on the tournament scene Next year, or this year I should say This year now, yeah We're just going to fill your airwaves with us Talking about Blood Bowl Because that's what the world needs more of More um, White men discussing board games That is what we don't have enough of in the podcast world, yes, special it, interest things,
1: yeah, it's, it's discussing blood bowl in our homogenized accents. That, yeah, it's fine, exactly.
0: I was gonna say, um, old fat white guys, but I can't say that anymore because you've you're like a bean pole now. Hey, you, you fuck off, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, um, uh, well, it's because it's we talk about all the running, it's, 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 it's um, I, I get, um, I guess so ashamed now because I, I i used to be all right running and now matt will mess, message me saying hey do you want to go for a jog this is before covid times and matt will, i'll say okay yeah what are you thinking and you'll be like oh you know something easy just like a 10 or 12k no problem and i'm like yeah all right <laughs> and here's me going oh no
1: just went for a 15 mile walk it's fine jesus christ And then, of course, we remembered we can't actually meet up anyway, even for exercise. So,
0: (laughs) no. In theory, if we ran like, if we just happened to be in the same place at the same time and we're like twenty meters apart, maybe that would be alright. You know, wave at me or something. It's probably allowed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the thing is, right. So I went to um, I went to Tesco, which I am perfectly allowed to do. Yeah. And I bumped bumped into some friends, and I was like, "What am I meant to do? Can I like, can I say hello?" If I say more than six words, am I breaking the law? Breaking the law? Keep what your distance. What did you do? Keep your distance. Did. Yeah. I kept a very long distance of at least two meters. It was a very weird. Newport's a weird place. I had somebody. Um, we were we so we were saying hello, and then somebody behind us told us to move out of the way so they could get past because they were a pregnant lady, but she wasn't wearing a mask. And I was like, Wait, so you're telling us to socially distance so you, you can get past, but you're not actually wearing a mask anyway. So but you are pregnant but not on a mask but in the shops. But I don't understand.
1: Well, what? I mean, she may she may have had a perfectly valid reason for not wearing a mask. She may have just been an insensitive prick.
0: That's true. Have you noticed that a lot of the groups of people who need to I'm not going to finish that sentence because it's controversial. Shh. Never mind. Shh.
1: Let's let's <laughs> let's let's stay away from the politics. Yeah. Everyone knows what we're Good we stand. idea. Quite right. Very, very,
0: very far on the left. <laughs> yes. Eat the rich, basically. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Blood Bowl. Let's talk about Secret League, shall we?
1: Let's talk um, about Secret League and how it's going because Naz, Naz isn't in the Secret League because he's a pussy. He's a he bow, He bowed out this time round, so it's just it's just. Well, I was gonna say it's just two of us. There's other people as well, yeah, but it's, it's not just, two, you it's, and just me. it's just the two of us on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a league between me and Matt. It's neck and neck. Apparently. Yeah, it's tight. One one home game, one away game.
0: So what have we what have we got here? the Secret League uh, I've done two games so far I have won no games so far <laughs>
1: yeah well the th- so the thing is so the team you selected at the start on paper when we were doing the draw I think we both said like ooh that's that's a pretty interesting team there's a lot of potential there and I think perhaps now you've actually played them you've realised that that is perhaps not the case <laughs> correct
0: so I've got the uh, I've got the Lumbria team, who are the like Australian outback team, um, yeah. and they're they're shit. I say. <laughs> they're, they are really bad.
1: <laughs> they are the thing is they are basically they they're basically it's snotlings on crack and kind of slan on crack thrown together.
0: Yeah, they're they're, they're very weird. So they've got <laughs> they've got the uh, the drop bears who are the stunty linemen who are. Yeah, they're, they're only movement 5, which is obviously crap for stunties. so not similar idea. to halflings. Armor 7, which you think, okay, you know, good for half stunties. Um 60k, so costing you fucking shitloads, and they've got some weird, weird skills. What have they got? Here we go. So, they're all strength 2, real mind. Dodge, yeah. right stuff, stunty. fair enough. Dauntless and claw. Dauntless and claw. If you think it sounds amazing, and then you realise it's really not... <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's one of those on paper you think, ooh, there's a lot of potential there. And then you remember, oh wait, your strength two, you're going to get hit a lot and most of them are going to die.
0: And if movement five is not good. Uh, no, the-
1: but ch- chances of them going down are quite high. Yep. Chances of they- them being able to get up and do anything else quite low. <laughs> exactly. And being able to keep up with what's
0: going on, also low. Uh, we've got the Yowie, who's the who's the big guy, who's basically the Australian Bigfoot um, he's kind of great in a way so he's, he's basically an ogre but he's a strength 6 ogre um, he's, a, he's got movement 4 agility 1 but strength 6 and he comes with um, break tackle and you think brilliant that's awesome uh, in my first game he got fouled and missed next game <laughs> so I didn't get him in my second game which was more rough <laughs> nice <laughs> uh, and the so called stars of the team the cool players who can do everything are Oof. the Kangas who are um, who are slant linemen with prehensile tail for 80k
1: which again sounds theoretically very good, um, it, theoretically against very specific
0: situations, it's very good. Against most other situations, it's bad. I mean, imagine playing a team that gives no shits about dodging. You go, oh, that's on my pretail gone, and leap in edge three and strength three. Oh, this is, they're just not good. They just they don't complement the team at all. And uh, no. it's quite funny because I was talking to Dom about this. I was playing Merrick and Dom was chatting away as well. And he went, oh, I've just looked it up. And the uh, the win percentage for Kangor... Uh, so let's have a look. Bearing in mind, Ogres is like, what, 35 or something? And that's basically yeah. how you determine a shit team. Um, the win for uh, the Lumbria, I'll tell you what their win percentage is, as I'm Googling it. Um,
1: 29%. That is worse than Ogres. <laughs> I think the thing is, they're going to be dangerously effective only against certain teams. I just um, haven't
0: figured out what those teams are yet.
1: <laughs> I, well, I think I think the problem is they're super specialised because you think, well, you've got the leap and the very long legs and the prehensile tail. That's going to be great against agility teams. But then your other players with the dauntless and the claw, you think, oh well, that'll be great against you know armor eight, armor nine teams. I kind of theoretically bash teams, but then you're relying yeah. on dauntless roles. But it basically means half of your team is good against agility teams. Half is good against not agility teams. Hold on, let's, let's and, not,
0: um, not over again. Half of my team are average against agility team, and the other yes, half are average yeah. against other teams.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but put it together, and it comes to... But then it means when you play an agility team, half of your team are useless. So Yeah. But that being said, I,
0: I, I'm actually enjoying the games with them. They're, they're absolutely fucking rubbish. But they're a laugh. They're okay.
1: They're a bit of, a, they're a bit of fun. Um, that's I, sometimes that's all you can ask for on the Secret yeah. League. Is they feel oh, stunted well, Yeah. Am I going to get a bit of fun out of them? If the answer's yes, you go. Eh, fine. Yeah. yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Which I don't know why Merrick decided to take.
0: Them. So we rolled the Isha team, and I said to Merrick, "You don't have to take them because they're like f- f- fucking crap." And he <laughs> yeah. went, "No, I'm going to take them." And <laughs> well, I didn't realize they changed recently. So I gave him a lot of stick on this before, um, because they were really expensive and bad. But now you can take these like 20k linemen.
2: Which yes. suddenly means
0: you can afford things, which they really needed. Uh, so we had a game and we drew. But before that, I played against who did I play? I played against a, uh yeah Hugo and his gnomes. Oh, and those the gnomes, gnomes are, are f- evil. The gnomes are funny. I managed to make a five plus dauntless roll though against a uh, against what is basically a death roller, which was a good fun. But I didn't knock it down, which was very sad.
1: I, re- so, yeah. I really like the gnome team. I think I've u- yeah. I've used them before because they're they're basically um, like stunty dwarfs. Pretty much, yeah.
0: Strength three, stunty, but yeah, it's it's weird. So strength three without dodge. So they got stunty, but no dodge, but strength three. So it's very weird. <laughs> they're such a yeah. weird team, but but they get it, two, they get two death rollers, so yeah, which is awesome. But do you know what's mean? Do you know what's rude? They're linemen, and stunty dwarves, right? They're faster than my drop bears. They can Ooh. outrun me.
1: <laughs> that's, that's me. <laughs> I know.
0: Never mind. But no, I'm having a laugh with it, and we're only two games in. And uh, who am I playing next? Let's have a look. So I've done. Um, I am the next people I'm playing are BCG's Resetra Rovers. Resetra are the undead lizard men.
1: Oh, they have they're another weird team. Yeah,
0: a thrower who has short sure hands, pass and regen, but he's agility one.
1: <laughs> yes, Ooh. yeah. Who are you? Uh, who are you playing with? Uh, the the half elves who have all the all the weaknesses of. Pro, well, basically all the strengths of pro elves apart from agility four, but they oh. cost they but they cost the same, if not more. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, yeah, it's they they are they are rough. They are not a fun team at all. So bizarre. So hold on, you have got what well, is basically human
0: catchers eight two three seven, catch yep. diving catch and dodge. They start with dodge and catch like a human catcher. Yeah, but you're so paying
1: eighty k for them. Instead
0: of what sixty k they are now or something. Yep. Yeah. So basically, you're paying twenty k for diving
1: catch, which is, is a bad... completely not worth it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Your your, uh, your your blitzers uh, are basically human blitzers with sidestep, for which you're paying an extra ten k. Which is which that's get, all right. That's all right. Uh, it's it's fine if you're agility four. Mm. Um, it's less good. I I'd rather have the previous um, incarnation of half elves. Basically they didn't have sidestep but they could take four blitzers. Oh and it's like, yeah, that's that's better. That's way better. And they've all got
0: agility access as well, haven't they? Agility and
1: strength as well, have they? They have, but the conversation I was having with Naz is basically that's great, but how the fuck do they advance without agility four?
0: Yeah, getting them there's a mission. Yeah, it's
1: good it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough one to be and honest. And the thrower's and, got strong oh, arms. the thrower. So so basically you're you basically paying 20k for strong arm, compared Ouch. to a human thrower, which again, not worth it. Hundred percent not mm. worth it. Well, the thing is, so he's got short sure hands, pass, and strong arm. Comparative,
0: for example, an elf thrower, a pro elf thrower, yeah. who is 80k, I think. Uh, um, yes, yeah. And he's exactly the same. In, well, he's got his armor seven, but he's agility four, and so yeah. he doesn't need strong arm. Strong arm is built in, basically. Exactly. Yeah. I think so- I remember reading up about these ones. So the fact they've got strong arm and diving catch means they are, although they're Agility 3, for their primary function, they are acting as if they're Agility 4, sort of. But it's, it doesn't quite work out that way, because as you say, um, catching is half the battle. You've yeah, also got- and
1: it's, the, the thing is, your your catchers are technically better than human catchers, but far too expensive for it. But they're also much worse than pro elf catchers, but not cheap enough for it. So, <laughs> mm, I mean, because mm. you think like pro off catchers, you get agility four, nerves of steel, and strength three.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: they're, they're only 100k. And for a 20k saving, you're basically losing agility and strength. And just the, the skills you gain are not a good trade off for that, I don't think. So, they seem rough. It, it's tricky because. Clearly, the intent is you play them like elves, but you can't yeah. play them like elves because you haven't got agility force to fall back on.
0: Yeah, if you had like if you if you could say okay, give them ten skills or something, then you've got a lot of stuff you can play with. The fact yeah. that you've got players yeah. who can have guard and bloodstep within two skills—that's amazing. But yeah, yeah getting there the, is uh, not easy.
1: It's the agility access is great, but it's like what well, if you're losing every game? And you're just not getting anything out of all the games. How are you supposed to get there? How is how is mm. that gonna work? Because yeah, yeah the, the 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 one game I've because I had a buy in the first round, I believe. Uh no. yeah, so I've I've only played one game compared to everyone else who's basically played two, which again is not not tremendously uh not tremendously great. But yeah, yeah it was against uh the Annoying chemry Light team, uh, and they just oh, yeah. they just bash the shit out of me, and I couldn't do anything about it because again against the bash team, if you're pearls, you just go. Oh, everyone dodges out on twos, brilliant. No one's in base, but mm-hmm. because my because my rerolls are 60k rather than 50k as they are for humans, you don't get as many rerolls. You haven't got built in dodge rolls, so you're basically going. Oh, I'm going to have to try some three plus dodges, and I failed a lot of them.
0: Mm, I think I, I think I can see the problems.
1: I yeah, it's one where by the time I get to my last game, they might be worth it, but I'm probably the going to lose it. yeah, and I'm going to lose a lot of games in between then and now. So I understand.
0: Yeah,
2: it's it's, it's be a rough. problem. It's a problem. Mm.
0: <laughs> what are the teams have we got in here then? Oh, We do
1: have we do have some fun teams in the league, however. Um so we, we've we touched on our opponents, uh, which is basically... So you've played the Isha and the... What was the other one you played? The Gnomes. Oh, oh the, uh, yeah, the Gnomes, yeah. That's it. Um, we've, got, we've got a lot of um, uh,
0: Kemri teams. So we've got Numus, who are yes. Kemri, Xandri uh, who are Kemri, and Receptra, who are all Kemri. A lot of undead. We've got vampires in the form of um, Lami and vampires, and we've got the Pirates of Sartosa. Yes. We've got a lot of Elf, a lot of um undead in this, which is quite interesting.
1: It's uh yeah, it's a bit of a weird um weird league. And I think we've only got one El agility team, haven't we? Uh, sea Elf, yeah. The Sea Elf's the only agility four team we've got in there. The Lamians um, are
0: agility four, but they're vampires, so you know, take it or leave it.
1: Yeah, that's that that is true, yeah. So yeah, it's I'm it's gonna be an Elf. interesting league, but there's a lot of the fact that there's a lot of undead in there means my my team and yours, to be honest, are going to get the shit beating out of us. A
3: lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh,
0: well, never mind, eh? Never I mind. I can't wait.
1: I can't wait for my next game, yeah. <laughs> Got to
0: keep positive. Hey-ho, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, well, I always enjoy a bit of Secret League. I enjoy a bit of a, bit of a laugh. It's a bit of fun, isn't it? I,
1: I will say I would have preferred to have a worse but fun team.
0: Yes, um, I get you.
1: If, if you know what I mean... I, anything with secret weapons on is even if it's a shit team you're going to have a bit of a laugh in there
0: yes quite right I'm looking forward to um, seeing next season's one already I want a non-stunty team that's all I want I keep on playing stunty teams and I'm fed up with them I want a lineman who hasn't got stunty man that's all I want (laughs) all you want yeah you can take the half (laughs) elves next time (laughs) Yeah, or yeah, yeah. well, there's half orc, but I think we've had those. I want the Four Nations. I like the Four Nations team that I took in the Secret League once. I took in a different Secret League.
1: Uh yes, they're pretty good actually, yeah.
0: They're the rugby team. And they've all got Nerds and Steel and Dump Off, which is cool.
3: I think.
1: Yeah, I do, uh, to be fair, I do like the half orcs. They're they're pretty fun. I've used uh oh, I've they start them before, with like yeah. tackle,
0: don't they? And they, they and stuff like that. I can't remember what they have. I think they're rough, that's all I remember. I remember them being Ye- mean. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So um that is, I suppose that's it, really. That's 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 a
1: secret league for you.
0: Now, what do we talk about? Naz is not here, so we can't talk about the book. I can, I I can read talk it. about
1: the book. I can talk. Oh about yeah, it. it's fine. I'll message Naz. I'll message him live on air. Okay. I'll message him live on air. Say, Naz, come on. I mean, he was he was fucking on Twitter uh, right before we were recording, so clearly he has other priorities. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm calling him Mike fee I said, Are you, are you joining us, Mike fee Because I thought Timothy, but it doesn't make sense, does it? So, um, Blood Bowl
1: by Matt Forbeck. I've yes. heard mixed things. Okay, so, Talk firstly, firstly, I want to set the scene. Because, okay, let me get comfy. Okay. Okay, I'm so, ready. Blood Bowl, the book, it was released at a stupid time first and foremost oh yeah so it was published in 2005 so we are we're talking well into the um, the LRB era Mm -hmm. we're talking right at the end of GW's support for Blood Bowl literally I think the last models they came out with were in 2005 okay so it seems very weird that they suddenly go oh let's check out three books on Blood Bowl three novels (laughs) it's a weird time
0: because it's not like tying in with any new
1: releases or anything no i mean the opposite. I think the last box set was 2000 so like i say we're well into the lrb um era so it's kind of at least to some extent been handed over to the fans um okay to- 2005 was like i say i believe that was the date that they last released a new blood bowl model a fifth edition one uh just before they stopped supporting it basically so it's very, very weird that they suddenly went, Oh, let's chuck out some books on Blood Bowl. And also <laughs> in, in context on Black Library, this is only one year before they started the Horse Heresy series. So just right. before they were about to go into kind of 40k in a big way on the fiction front.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so it's kind so, of weird that they suddenly went, oh, we'll chuck some Blood Bowl books out. Let's let's see how they go. <laughs> That
0: is strange.
1: I, I find I find the timing of it very, very odd. Yeah. So... Yeah, okay. Very weird. So there are, I believe, three books in the series. I want to say it's a trilogy. Okay. Uh, we're only discussing the first one. But I am just checking because I think there are only three books in the series. See, this is the sort of thing that... If we were a professional podcast, we would absolutely have checked this uh, beforehand. But you uh, forget. <laughs> we uh, most certainly are not. <laughs> we we most certainly are not this. Um yeah, so the the omnibus edition has uh the three books in, I believe. Uh which is Yeah, so it's Blood Bowl, Dead Ball, and Deathmatch, basically. So Blood Ball okay. was the first one out in two thousand five. That's that's the one we are looking at. Right. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> to, to start off then, I mean it's not great. <laughs>
0: oh. As in having the, the, the quality well, of the book you mean?
1: Yeah, it's it's not great. Having said that, it is it does feel very Blood y. And that is okay. a big check mark in its favour. Yeah. uh certainly more so that the first one is definitely the best of the three And um, right. like to say it's 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 not great but it feels blood-ball-y enough that you forgive it because yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of stuff in there you like oh that's great that that's that's classic blood ball stuff and you kind of go oh I'll, I'll skate over the the silly bits and the not great um Bits effectively, so uh, I do have. So, I'm just opening my copy, I do have a couple of quotes for you. Oh, um, please, please give them to me. I, I, as I haven't to, read it. As to how bloodbowlly it is, um, so so they're they're discussing the game, uh, and they say, "Oh yes, uh, it's okay. The other team can always try to buy the refs too. It all balances out in the end. It's all about murderous greed and filthy gold." And mindless violence. Don't forget the mindless violence. <laughs> That's the most important part. That yeah. is very blood <laughs> It is. And it's just little bits like that. You're like, it's very blood bowly. Yeah. Very, very blood bowly. What the um one thing I've always wondered is like
0: how accurate do they portray the sorts of teams and shenanigans that go on in the game? So I remember reading short stories, I'm sure, where you have teams with unusual numbers of positionals, like Four throwers, or like three mummies. Is that something they sticks to, or not really?
1: No, they're they're pretty they're pretty traditional on that front. Um, so they, the team, so the basic um, thing of it is. Uh, so, I'll give you the, the very brief plot summary. It's dude who is from a disgraced imperial family. Yeah, uh, is setting out to basically. Um, do do knightly things. So he has a sword and he's going around helping out peasants by killing monsters. Very noble. Yes. Uh, and then at one point he he the peasants send him up into the mountain, um, fully expecting him to die, and are quite aggrieved when he doesn't and actually kills the monster. Because <laughs> they because <laughs> okay. they're like they're like, but that monster was keeping away all the beastmen and all the other stuff. We just send send him warriors every now and then to feed on, so he won't feed on the rest of us. And the guy's <laughs> like, the guy's like, well, fuck you. Um, and and basically, is helped out by someone who's like, eh, that was a nice move you did to to kill the monster. You could be a blood bowl player with that kind of attitude. And it kind of goes, he goes, I'll totally be your agent. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: and this is an interesting sort of perspective. Is the world of Warhammer? and the world of Blood Bowl are obviously very closely linked. But from what I remember of the fluff in capital letters within Blood Bowl is it's also not. So conflicts or whatever are settled on the pitch. There isn't the same sorts of... It's not the same world in many ways, but obviously there must be things like people going and killing monsters and not everybody just chills out at home. There will still be standard fantasy Warhammer tropey things. So it's good to see that linking up as well it
1: is is, yeah it's it's one of those things where blood bowl is very definitely not set in the old world because they would not let a load of chaos warriors march into town uh, to play some blood bowl for example Uh, that's (laughs) that's that's not going to happen in the empire um, and things like that so it's like yeah but it's it does it does at least share some of the backgrounds you kind of have that and it's basically so the the halfling effectively says yep i'm going to be your agent now it's totally fine Excellent. Uh, and it effectively tracks this kind of rookie player's career through he turns up at tryouts he does okay and also most of the other players die so they're like uh yeah we'll give you a go <laughs> okay always handy
0: how does it um how does it do uh, when describing the matches themselves how much does it spend a long time going through it or is it quite well paced
1: it's it's quite well paced and part of that is the fact that the player in question so it, it covers off the four majors um, and in three of the majors including the dungeon bowl basically he gets taken out fairly quickly <laughs> okay so he he basically in one of them he scores a touchdown and then gets crowd surfed and is out for the rest of the game <laughs> Uh, and it's stuff like that. So they don't linger too much on the actual games themselves, which okay. does, it It does kind of work because it doesn't fall into the standard sporting trope of, you know, oh yeah, he's the the star player, that kind of thing. Uh, and he is a thrower as well, which is also ah, interesting. that's
0: interesting. Okay.
1: Other, other, other neat little details is when he negotiates his contract, uh, the halfling comes to him and says, oh, yeah, we've negotiated your contract. Here's how much we paid. And he'll be, he says, oh, yeah, OK, how much is it? And he goes, 70,000 per year. And you're like, oh, because that's how much human throwers cost. Oh, it's like yeah. Little, little things like that. You're like, oh, that's quite neat. Yeah, OK. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I like that. It's, it's I'm little, a fan of that.
1: Yeah, it's little blood details like that. You go, oh, yeah, that's that's kind of great. So <laughs> Very clever.
0: Yeah, I like I liked that a lot. I can get behind that,
1: yeah, and you do get um so you get descriptions of some of the other teams as well, uh which again they just feel very blood y well, that's good,
0: I think it would- imp- it would be important in this sort of book to stay recognizably close to the source material um, yeah i've I, reading the short story collection, some did that very well, and some did not for some people, it felt like I went they've gone this is my idea of what Blood Bowl should be. And you think, "But well, this isn't Blood Bowl. It's completely different, in fact. So I'm yeah. glad he's done that, especially because he's written three bloody books on it.
1: Exactly. So we've got, so in one tournament, he mentions, oh, so the next game, the hackers took on the favoured Elfheim Eagles, a team composed entirely of High Elves, the most sophisticated, long-lived, and flat-out haughty people on the planet. It's like, <laughs> yep, that's what High Elves absolutely should be. <laughs> aren't, aren't the Elfheim Eagles pro-Elves? I, I think they might be, actually. Because I think they're... Uh, that's a fair point, actually. Uh, are they Pro-Elves? Were they always Pro-Elves?
2: I'm they trying are, to remember. They are Pro-Elves
1: now. I'm, they may not have been in previous editions.
0: Um I'm just trying to think. I, thought, I had a feeling they might be. But I could be wrong.
1: Hmm. Yeah, possibly actually. Yeah, yeah. No, they. I mean, they hundred percent are pals now. I'm not entirely sure they've always been pals, though. Huh.
0: That doesn't matter really.
1: It, it's if it's a detail wrong, it's a detail wrong. So, uh, but they. He does mention the same thing about the Death Squad, classic orc team, uh, <laughs> and he says, "Oh, I hadn't, hadn't heard much about the orcs other than they had a troll on their team and were all terrible at spelling." <laughs> <laughs> Those, those, those little things are brilliant. That's what I like. Little jokes. And and also the fact you have little stuff like, um, as they mentioned, Ruprecht Marduk, who's the head of Wolf Sports. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it's the little details. You go, OK, there, there's bits which are not great, but there's other bits that are so blood y you just kind of go, oh, it's fine. I'm OK with that. So
0: I've heard of the, uh, what was it, the Bavid deckham yes. or something. yeah. That's later and, uh, on though, isn't it?
1: That that crops up in the second or third book I think, yeah. So like, <laughs> like I say the the first one is definitely the the better of them I think, so okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I I also like the fact as well doesn't fall into sporting tropes so They go through the four majors. Uh they get to the final of the blood bowl and they don't win the blood bowl.
0: Ah, that's good because ah, is- I like that.
1: That's that's it, nice detail. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's nice to have. It's it's not because not, I it, you do you see that in sports things a lot. It's always they they always win, I and mean, everyone likes a winner. But it's also nice to see to not just have that as the expected outcome as well.
1: Yeah, they they, they kind of go the sort of the, the Rocky route where it gets all the way to the final and then doesn't actually win. Oh, I've not actually seen
0: Rocky. It's been spoiled for me now. Oh Never well, mind. there
1: you go. Too too late now. You know. <laughs> oh, bother <above laughs> now.
0: I wasn't planning to watch it anytime soon. Um, but it's so. So it's funny, it's got good pacing Why isn't it a very good book?
1: It's just um, it's it's not necessarily that well written overall Uh Um, and there are certain things which are a little bit too contrived but like I say it's one where because of all the blood balliness of it you kind of brush over those bits and it does hang together okay
0: that's good. Is it still? Because I suppose you can forgive it a bit. If it's not the greatest, if it's not the biggest novel ever written, it yeah. still is a bit of a, f- bit of a laugh, I guess. And because it's Blood Bowl, you'll forgive it and go, yeah, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's still the hobby I love. Oh, look, that's funny. They mentioned Dwarf Giants or something.
1: Yeah, it's 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 exactly that. And, you know, you have like Jim and Bob in there and all, all the Blood Bowl y stuff you would expect, basically. That's good, I, I would think. Oh, sorry. Carry on. No, no, go for it, yeah.
0: I was going to say with with something like warhammer warhammer 40k in particular because there's just so much of it out there now i mean there's loads of warhammer 40k novels you you would expect them to now be in a position where they can be good as in it's not just it's not enough for it to just go oh look it mentions the Tau oh oh it's the space marine eee, how exciting it's a case of it has to go oh it mentions that yes like the other 200 books in the black library it has to also be written well You know what I mean? Uh, When you have these examples of books which are novelty books like this, where you go, "Wow, it's Blood Bowl, isn't that cool?" If there was fifty Blood Bowl books, you'd expect them to be good as well, because you think there must be a reason. It's not enough for it to just be linked to Blood Bowl. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it's it's exactly that. I would I would very much like to see one of Black Library's uh, sort of basically very good A list writers have a crack at a Blood Bowl book.
0: Dan are you listening? (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> <laughs> so i've got a plan right so you may or might know mine or may not know i mentioned it last episode so i've written a book um i finished it i'm currently seeking representation so okay. if anyone if any any literary agents out there who've won a new bit of hot piece of talent then um well i can't help you with that but i can give you i can show you a book that i wrote um but one of the agencies i was approached looked at which said oh yeah we accept fantasy i was um uh, United Agents, I think it was, and one yeah. of them is Dan Abnett's agent and I was like, ah, so what I'll do I'll get in here, and then I'll have the same agent as him, and then him and I can become friends, and then I can say hey, what happens the next Ravenna book, <laughs> or something, or what I can do is go hey Dan, do you know what's really good fun these days Blood Bowl, oh we really need a Blood Bowl novel, <sighs> if only I knew an author who was up to the challenge of writing a really good Blood Bowl book, huh, <laughs> huh <laughs> so it'll come together see and then he'll uh he'll go ah my new best friend alex i'll write a book for you and then uh and then we'll all have a brilliant blood bowl novel
1: there you go job done piece of cake that sounds that sounds pretty good well good good luck with the uh the writing so <laughs> well, thank yeah. you very much.
0: I mean, it's, it's good fun and i want to enter the short story competition that i've created but i feel like i would be um <laughs> i don't know maybe uh if i entered a competition that i was also judging it could, could be seen as somewhat corrupt
1: I i I was also tempted to enter it, but uh, do do like a bit of writing, so a yeah, it's writing. a bit of a laugh. Good. Yeah, uh,
0: 500 so. words you you can you can knock 500 words out in an hour if you if you're quick enough. An hour and a half you can get a, a little story there which makes sense. You can make it better obviously over time, but I recommend everyone at home if you want to listen or you want to join in, just do it. It's going to be a bit of a laugh. I'm not going to be cruel about any of the stories. Um, I'm not going to you know ridicule them. And writing is a brilliant hobby and I highly recommend it because it's a lot of fun Abs- and I absolutely like seeing right, your stories yeah. and if you yeah. can write one about Slan then you'll get bonus points from me because Slan is cool Slan, eh? yeah. so you said this is the did we, we're just doing the first one I guess we might do the second one and the third one at a later point maybe
1: yeah I think um, I would not be against doing that assuming you can catch up and read the first one at some <laughs> point <laughs> I'm
3: sure I will, it can't be that long can it um,
1: yeah, I, I, I would not be against that. Like I said, I think it's been a while since I've read them. Um, obviously, I have now reread this one. I'm fairly sure from re- reading them the first time round, the first one is the strongest one. Okay. It's, it's the most blood-bowly one, because I think the others, they end up going to... They go to, like, Lustria...
0: I don't remember. I remember one of them becomes about football or something, and it's just what's the point, it, you know? It, it becomes a little it. bit silly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But I've not. I didn't read it because I've been. I've been either spending all my free time either writing or um, working my way through the Malazan Book of the Fallen still, which I've mentioned before, and uh, I, I love it. But it's a long fucking book series. I'm currently on book six of ten. I mean, oof, oof, okay. This is what I found amazing. Right, so I wrote my book. And it's, um, it's just under 100,000 words, right? Which, for a fantasy book, is relatively short. I mean, it's a, probably about average. I mean, that's about 350 pages or so. Yeah, the Manazam Book yeah. of the Fallen, approx- the approximate word count for the whole of the series is 3.3 3 million. I thought, fucking hell. It's like me... It's like the amount of time it took me to write my own book, doing that over 30 times. Jesus Christ. It's insane. It's so long, and it's so thick and chewy. It's, it's a book you cannot skim-read, because you... Have to pay attention to everything that's going on, and there are so many characters, and it's so hard to follow. But some of the payoffs in it are fucking amazing. Not my book, *Mandalorian* book of the Fallen. I'm talking about here.
1: Not <laughs> I was going not... to say, you're, uh, yeah, you're, you're picking up your own book.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, everybody, my book is fucking great. No, it's a, uh, it's the *Mandalorian* book of the Fallen. Oh my god! If anyone at home has read it, let me know because um, I just want to, I want to geek out about it with some people who have read it. Um, because not most, most people haven't. Because you kind of have to be a bit of a masochist to enjoy it. It's you you'll know what I mean if you're reading it at home, folks. But uh yeah, so that's my excuse. I've been spending all my time reading that.
1: Yeah, but, I've um yeah, that's uh that that's reasonable. They that yeah. is the one thing about um about obviously the unfortunateness of lockdown and working from home and stuff, is you do have a lot of time to do stuff, but then you just find so much stuff to do, there's still somehow not enough time.
0: Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. I've been uh, what have I been doing? I've been trying to DIY. That's what I've been trying to do because we're trying to do the house up because we want to move. Still in the same sorts of area but we want to go to somewhere that isn't in the middle of Newport. Um, and it's just... I, the more you find to do, the more there is to do. You go, right, I've painted the ceiling. Fuck, I've got to do this bit as well. Oh, what about that bit? Oh, what about this door handle that I've got to replace? And it's just... It's incredible. You think with all this spare time, you think it'd be easy.
1: Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't work that way. Um, I, I was thinking, oh, I've, I've got painting to do. It's like, great. And I'm like... Oh yeah, but I've I've got creative writing to do and I've got study for an exam and then I've got just video getting, hobbying stuff to do and it's just like mm-hmm. uh there there's not enough time. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I find the um the what do you called it as well.
0: Um like I wanna buy some paint, right? I wanna buy some white glossy paint and I like, I live next to B and Q, but I think do, I shouldn't yeah. be sh- shopping anywhere unless it's like unless it's mad unless you um essential. But I think buying paint isn't really essential. But B and is still open, and they're still selling paint. So is it essential,
2: or is it I'm not? I'm pretty.
0: Sh- I'm pretty sure you're fine to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I probably. I mean, I don't think I'd get in trouble. But I, almost, I, I don't really know. It's not about getting in trouble. It's about doing what I think is right.
1: Well, it's it's literally. I mean, you could walk there and easily carry paint back, and it's about a minute's drive in your car. <laughs> you haven't seen how slow I drive.
0: Actually, yes, you have. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I have, yeah. <laughs> I don't drive quick, okay? I'm, I'm happy pootling along.
1: Oh, anything driving else to say like, about... Dri- driving around like Mr. <laughs> like Mr. Magoo, yeah, it's fine.
0: M- Mr. Bean, thank you. <laughs>
1: uh, anything else you want to say about
0: *Blah Bowl, the book?
1: Uh, no, I would, uh, if I was pushed into a... Like a rating, I'd probably it, it's basically a really middle of the road book. So you know, like a six, seven out of ten.
0: Okay, and recommended if you like Blood Bowl.
1: Absolutely, Abs- absolutely, if you like Blood Bowl, yeah.
0: But is it not going? I guess it wouldn't get anybody into the franchise.
1: No, it's very. If you like Blood Bowl, you will definitely get a kick out of it. Get a kid, You could have said get a kick off out of it. Oh right? damn it! Yes, Whoa. yeah, that is true.
0: Brilliant. Okay. Well, that's. We've decided. Well, next week's one. We'll decide. Next week, we're going to be doing short stories, and we'll decide it then.
1: Yeah. I Maybe that, that can be the sense, first yeah. prize.
0: Whoever wins the short story contest can decide what book we read. Yeah, that'll be fun, would not it?
1: As long as it's a Black Library book. Um, yeah, I'm. And, I'm fine. And isn't with that.
0: eight thousand pages long? Don't say. Ooh, the Horus Heresy. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we're, I mean, we're, ha- we're happy to read a book from that series. Um, yes, absolutely.
0: Don't make us read a shit one. We've already read a shit one. It was shit. Please, yeah. Please. I beg yeah, g- of you,
1: g- g- give us something that that is, that is better for us to read. <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome. Okay, let's move on to the next section, shall we? Let's do it. And we're back. And in the ensuing time, we have actually found a Nasgob. Hello, Nasgob. Hello.
1: We um.
0: I'm he was back. in a he was in a cupboard painting when he should have been on some conference calls.
1: Yeah, classic I
0: mean, Nazgul, really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we found him. Uh, okay, so uh, we've got some general hobby talk first, and then we're going to talk some short stories. And then we've got some frigging blood blusters. So let's friggin' smash it, because we've already talked about the book. Um, we, we we did discuss off-air what Nazgul would like to add about the book, and it was more or less what we'd already said. But feel free to say it again if you want to, Naz, for the audience at home.
3: It's great if you like Blood Bowl. It's very Blood bowl and when I say great It's not outstanding It's kind of okay <laughs> It's great And <laughs> I really wouldn't Recommend reading The others Oh okay But that was Yeah
0: more or less What we said I think
3: That uh, seems accurate Yeah
0: So let's talk about General hobby stuff Shall we um, Yeah Sounds like a plan uh, I, I can start Because I've done Very little I have played Probably Since we last recorded About two games Of Blood Bowl I'm in the Squad Chaos Fumble League uh, and the Bristol Secret League, which is fun. Um, this Bristol Secret League is going poorly. I think I finally won a game in the end uh, with my stupid little drop bears. Um, and in the Squad Chaos one, I'm having a charmed run with high elves, where I'm just getting just getting all of the dice in the world basically. And I oh, have nice. in the last game, I managed to get myself a <laughs> plus agility on my already plus strength mighty blow frenzy high elf blitzer. So he's cool it. now, uh, yeah. So he's uh, a high off blitzer with strength four, edge five, mighty blow and frenzy. Um, he's cool. That, that I like him. Sounds
3: suspiciously like what I'm doing in the Sawball League.
0: Yes, we're, we, we're horrible
2: people.
3: Oh, uh, I mean, okay. So, firstly, it's sans's fault because he said that we could they could have experienced teams turn up to that fumble league. So I went. Oh, well, I've got this this uh, TV this reasonably high team value team. I can trim it down. Can I bring it along? And he went, yes. And then I said, are you sure? Have you looked at it? It's a bit stupid. And he went, yes, fine. So at the time, the reason it was stupid is because I had a movement seven orc blitzer, a movement seven orc blitzer, and a strength four, agility four orc blitzer. I now have two movement eight orc blitzers. What What? What? What
0: is this? Uh, Oh dear, (laughs) there's always one. You like bloody Domfluff. I shouting to Domfluff recently, and he sent me his, uh, a screenshot of his slant team that he's playing in a league with. Um, shout out to anybody yeah. in that league who is who is listening. Uh, the name of the league is I can't remember, but I'll check it in a minute. <laughs> hello, it's this. If you're playing a league with Domfluff, shout out to you, hello. But he's got a slant team, which I think has five plus agility linemen and blitzers at the moment. I,
1: the thing is, I don't get it. I don't know about you, Alex. In the last secret league, I got precisely zero stat increases. <laughs> in the current secret league in the the current secret league I have zero stat increases (laughs) and yet yet, I think every team I've played so far of the three in the secret league they've all had at least one stat increase I'm like how how are you doing this
3: (laughs) what you've got to remember is that I do have quite a lot of teams on fumble and this is the only one that ever gets stat increases
0: (laughs) (laughs) They they all just get absorbed into that one (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah they're just
3: all in one place no one else ever gets one and it's really annoying oh boo boo hoo
0: I'm sorry that it's you only get sat on your awesome team boo fucking hoo oh,
3: yeah. I mean I mean that one is, is ridiculously fun though I love I it think I love just love it this league is called uh, me very very happy
0: <laughs> it's disgusting I think it's the grog and bones blood bowl league there you go so if you're listening from the Grogan Bones Blood Bowl League, shout out to you. Make sure you beat Dom, because he deserves it. And yeah, so he's got five five plus agilities on his um on his slan team, which means half of his uh, field can leap on a two. And actually no, if he's got catchers as well, then it's the vast majority of his team now leaps on a two. Which is disgusting and should be killed but and it's stopped.
3: Pretty rough actually. Yes. Like, you may not want to be playing against that.
0: You you wait for Slan to fall over, that's how you beat Slan. And um, when they only fall they over on a one,
3: yeah, it, it, they don't fall over very often, and then you hit problems. But yeah, that like doesn't it. sound great. I mean, yeah, I have. So you said you hadn't been playing much on on Fumble. I've, I have been playing quite a lot on Fumble, Matt. I'm guessing you not so much, given your you know love hate relationship.
1: I no. The thing is, I I don't mind Fumble. I just prefer playing with. Uh, with people I more or less know, so I'm not a big fan of the black box stuff. So at the moment, I'm just in the secret league because I missed out on the sign up for the
3: sword bowl league this time round. So, well, I know that uh, squad chaos will be looking for another set of coaches soon for their their next round. Oh uh, yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, that could be an option. Yeah, so. So that's that's good. I mean, have we have we ever talked about squad chaos? I can't remember. What about them? About how
0: you well, always just, find them lurking just, in the corners of pubs, and there's a no, no, sort of just there's a kind of atmosphere around them, a kind of a jovial alcoholism which surrounds them like a bunch of smugglers who are kind of travelling the world on a raft of goodwill. That's how I feel about Squad Chaos.
1: Mean, a raft of goodwill I mean, and alcohol. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You spend an I mean, evening with them, you wake up on a desert in, island. Inaccurate. <laughs> so. For, for people that don't know, uh, Squad Chaos was... Well, originally, Team Chaos was the team that uh, went to the World Cup. And that was... We first did that in Amsterdam, so, you know, 10 years ago. Um, squad Chaos came about in 2019 when we took multiple squads to Dornburn. And since then... And, and I do need to credit uh, Glowworm and Thor, who are the other squad captains, with an awful lot of the effort that's gone into this. Um, they have... I mean, I think we're up to about 70 people on our Discord server. And although, you know, we've got a league, we've run some tournaments, we did one very recently, which was awesome fun, um, just a lot of it is just about getting guys together and just having a chat and having a catch-up and making sure that no one is getting left behind. It's it's honestly a really, really friendly part of the community.
2: Mm. No, It's th- a, a good thing. There yeah. are a
3: bunch, good bunch of lads.
0: And I am, I mean, yeah. I'm a... I'm a paid-up-in-quotes member because I've got a Squad Chaos T-shirt with my name on it. I'm one of you. I'm one of them. I am them. They are me. We are one entity. Oh, we no, are a gestalt that's... entity. I think I'm even in the bloody... I'm in, in their Facebook group. I'm in the cover picture. So therefore... <laughs> oh, no. I'm not anymore. I was. I've been removed. I've been Photoshopped out. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was going
3: to say, it's the
1: same, it's the same photo. They've just removed you.
0: Yeah, it's just it like
1: you know, like the Mike Wachowski
0: on Monsters Zink. There's just like a logo in front of my face now, because <laughs> I'm in the middle.
3: <laughs> oh, and, good bunch of logos. You know, so, so we're doing that, um, and it's worth mentioning. So we'll we will elaborate on this at some point, but uh, we are going to be running Throbball this year. So that's been taken on by Squad Chaos as well.
2: Ooh,
3: yep, I'm well up for that because it's more mm. local. So... <laughs> Uh, it's more local because we don't have to drive to Bognor anymore. Which is awesome. That, so for anyone who doesn't know, um, it's a two-day event. Uh, there is free on-site camping. There will be food. There is a bar on-site. Uh, <laughs> Too fact, bloody right there is. <laughs> well, we've been explicitly asked not to bring our own alcohol. Oh, Which what? is fair. Well, it, to be fair, if you're camping somewhere, which gives you free camping, and they've got a bar, which is cheap you shouldn't really have too much of a problem with but that. some
0: of my greatest um, memories involve having drinks which we brought in so for example stumbling around at the night and glow handing me a, a, a horn it was like a, a viking horn and saying drink this and I was like alright and it was blue and it tasted sort of chalky and like licorice or toothpaste I can't remember and all remember is getting fucking shit faced from it
1: I was, I was going to say I, was, um. I, I remember this, is, <laughs> this, this this be where the Simpsons type sketch of real missing comes up next
0: <laughs> Basically, so <yeah. laughs> w-
3: what I should say is that we are stressing the family friendly version of the event. Hmm, okay. Because we are. But I mean, to be fair, it's more around making sure that everyone can turn up and have fun, and we don't want anyone to feel excluded. Look, that's, that's a that's very good way of thing. doing it. But I mean, yeah. I have to, say, I have to say, on um, do you
0: know what? If I limited, if I counted the amount of separate throbles I've been to where I have seen uh penises that were not my own, it would not be one. <laughs> it would be a number greater than one.
3: <laughs> that's all I'm going to uh, say. <laughs> but how many of those penises would have been owned by a Scotsman? Um, one of them. <laughs> Actually was not. <laughs> Most of them were. <laughs> but one of them was not. Oh yes. threadball. So so <laughs> it it will be fun and let's face it, we all know that there will be drinks and everything else, but it will be it, it, it the it, it'll be fun. Anyway, it'll be a good weekend. Uh, it's gonna be just outside Swindon. Um which is gonna be great because that's an awful lot closer for a lot of coaches. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. It's oh hell much, yes. Much more convenient, yeah. There is a big change in the organisation, obviously, because the uh, the the brilliant guys, the Bergens, who were running it for years, they are not involved any longer. Um, so you've still got Thor, who has been involved in running it for the last few years. So it's not all change, um, but it's you know th- there is enough change there that uh, because you've got Glowworm and you've got me involved.
0: Yeah, and um, and I say if you want to, you can go you can go on the website. There's a Threadball website now. Um, I mean, it looks, like, it looks like, a, like a child has designed it. It's really, it's amateur stuff. Screw you. But it, if you can kind of get your way past the horrific choices of styles and colors and fonts, you can just about find the information on there. But, you know, you really have to work for it.
3: So, ironically, <laughs> I think it actually counts as professional because I do get paid to build websites. Did you get paid oh, to build that okay. website? Um, I mean, I, I did it voluntarily, so, but it was done by a professional, I think, technically. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a semi-professional so a website. Professional. There you go semi-professional I'm not saying it's any good it's semi-professional semi-bloody po- foolish I mean, amateur various people have already pointed out flaws with it so you know oh it's fine <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's a wonderful website Nancy you should be proud of it
3: um, but we will be it's already got the tournament rules up but it doesn't have the team building the team building has been finalised so that will be up soon um, and I would also heartily recommend sorry I'm, I'm just going oh. on a bit of a bit of a ramble with this and um, So the other thing we've done is the tournament will now be raising money for the Roy Castle Lung Cancer Foundation. Uh, And one of the reasons why we chose that foundation is because they do not test on animals. They're one of the few cancer charities that don't. Hooray! And also with Mind. Excellent uh, choice. A mental health charity. Yeah, excellent. Good. Very good news. Um, Very good news. Yeah. So... um, we will we will cover all of that in more detail, but yeah, go along. to the Will website. there be an auction? Um, there will be an auction. Fuck yeah! Uh, in fact, today I have finished both the first and second lots for the auction. Ooh, um, was
1: it?
0: Yeah, I can't remember. I'm sure we talked about an auction once where the, where we, we you pay for a foot rub from Merrick. What was that? There was something about oh, a I'm foot sure rub that's from a Merrick. Thing. And it was a case. Of, it wasn't a case of he would rub your feet. He would rub you with his feet, which is why it was important not to win it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the next is um, what's happening to custom stars. Are they still a thing? Like Belly, Smalls, and all all that lot.
3: Uh, so there will be a selection of slightly toned down custom stars. That's okay, fine. I, I think so, Belly was already toned down a bit. I a, a bit, a lot.
0: A lot. <laughs> he was very much toned down. Yes.
3: We, we've also taken the view that uh, this year we can't we, we have to be very careful about things like COVID. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, for example, it is less likely that there will be a Wandering Thread this year, although there will definitely be Thread in some form of... Uh, in some guise or other. Well, we could
0: proxy Thread, couldn't we?
3: You could, you could just I, say, you
0: are the table of the Wandering Thread, please use a proxy or something. Let's Maybe. just
3: go with, there are things to come. Um, but we're, we, you know, we're just conscious about, you know, things like everyone's going to get hand sanitizer on entry. Everyone's oh, going to get a face mask on entry good. because good, 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 good. All, yeah. it's just sensible. Quite yeah. so. Right. W- we we will discuss that at greater length another time. But yeah, this is this is all coming and it's really exciting. Excellent. Yeah. Can we? F-
1: c- I sus-
3: I suspect
1: it might well be the first tournament I'll go to this year because August seems. Safe-ish.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: August August seems the first, the first kind of month where I think, yeah, might that that's that's doable. And uh, I read
0: a government source said that by August everybody should have been vaccinated twice, in theory by August. And it's not like them to lie or exaggerate, so I'm sure it'll be fine. (laughs) I've I've had
1: my first jab, so.
0: Hey, good news! Excellent. Um, Excellent. I'm pleased to hear it. Has Bill Gates told you that he knows where you live now? Uh, I am my own Wi-Fi hotspot at this point, so it's great. <laughs> great. <laughs> but it's only 3G. Damn you, Bill Gates. Uh, excellent news. What if, can we? Can I, I really... You know what? I kind of want to play a bubble game where I move all the pieces with those long kind of shuffleboard stick things you see in old war films. Ooh, Would that, like, that's kind of cool, actually, yeah. I think maybe we should do it. I think it could be done. I
1: think as, I think as so, well, Alex, is you need to have like... Um, you remember on the old gaming boards where you had the, the bubble with the dice in?
0: Yes. Oh yes.
1: It's, it's you need to have one of those, yeah.
0: <laughs> like um, Cross uh, Cornish made ones like that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He yeah. Did. yeah, it was a genius. It was like from the centre of frustration or something, and it was not a, yeah. a click hated pop one. It was a spin so one. But it was a frustrating game. It was in the, the close in the title, man.
3: Yeah, it's in the title. I hated it. Who says I'm going to have a nice it.
0: calm game of frustration?
3: <laughs> oh, I hated it with a fiery, fiery passion. Uh.
0: Good. Well. Oh um but, uh, but that's excellent news throbble fantastic can't wait yeah, it yeah, is can't wait the highlight one of the highlights if not the highlight of the tournament
3: year and i have never had a bad throbble yeah. so and i think we're going with a cap of 100 as well so there's plenty of room and it and it is just a case of whether we can do it with the current uh yeah situation everything. yeah we will see
0: uh, things change so frequently we'll just have to see what see, happens, won't we? see how things develop
3: yeah yeah and that's okay. basically where we are on it
1: fantastic okay well any more hobby stuff or should we go on to short stories Ooh, I wanna, oh I just want to I oh. need to mention one
3: more thing go ahead go I wanted to ask a question as well so carry on
1: oh okay uh, so I have uh, I have actually been doing a small amount of painting I'm still plugging away at the at the Nurgle team I've been doing for like two months which is going super slowly I've also been distracted because I've now picked up Dystopian Wars: Hunt for the Prometheus. So now I have lots of oh, little boats. I have lots lovely. of beautiful little boats to paint up <laughs> as well. Very nice, excellent. This is the game which I know you've told
0: me a couple of times about, and Luke, I will
1: Lucas picked up the set as well, so there will be at
3: least two of us playing it.
2: <laughs> Marvelous!
3: Yeah. Oh, cool. It looks really nice. When we they can, when we can lush. do it again, yeah, we will do it. I've played other games from them. And they did a really good job with them, so I, I imagine that it'll be really good. Yeah, marvelous. Yeah,
1: they're a good company, and I've I've played Dystopian Wars before. It, it's a lot of fun. So, oh yeah, cool.
0: Well, well done, Dystopian Wars guys. If you're listening, you've done a good job. You get the Anything But One seal of approval. Ching. Absolutely. Yay.
1: Oh, and completely
0: other random point. Sorry, while it's in my mind. I did you know the um, there's there's another podcast called Anything But One who started up about a year ago, maybe two years ago. Um, and they are a historical wargaming podcast. And the guy started it, didn't realise there's another podcast of the same name, and sent me a very sweet message asking if it was if it was going to be okay or does he want me to change the name of his podcast. And I was like, you know what, mate? Absolutely not. You carry on. You carry the brand. The brand. We are both Anything But A One brothers. So if you like historical wargaming, listen to the Anything But A One wargaming podcast, which is completely not affiliated with us whatsoever, but they have the same name and are therefore better <laughs> than any other wargaming podcast out there. Nice. You- there you go. Sorry, I Nass, mean, carry on.
3: fair. No, no, that seems fair. Now, I, I was going to ask, have either of you gotten any games in either with or against Snotlings? Um, I had my first game against them um, last night.
1: Okay.
0: They were weird. Um, they
1: are weird, yes. I was yeah.
0: playing High Elves, so the the aforementioned High Elf team, so I don't think I had as much of a problem with them as other teams would because you just go, meh, I don't care. Um, they're freaky. So I was playing... They brought two star players, which was, um, they brought Ugroth, Bolgara and Ripper, which was tough. They also got the riotous rookies, and they also, on every drive, got at least two, maybe three extra players. So there was an awful lot going on on that pitch. He had a Hail Mary bomber, he had the pump wagon, he had three trolls, he had Ripper. Um, There was between uh, 14 and 15 snotlings on the pitch at any one time. It was fucking crazy. But yeah, yeah. I, it, I, I still won because at the end of the day, they are snotlings. And it was a case of, yeah, that's a nice are. cage you've got there. In I go on a two, <laughs> three dice, and the ball is loose.
3: But interestingly, yeah, so I not think all of them have got I titchy, so you've got to be aware to deal of that. with if you're Aj, aren't they?
0: Yeah, so what I, what I said to a friend of mine, to die actually, was if I was playing anything other than elves, I would probably be upset. At least I would be struggling because playing that as even a human team or anything without edge four... Um, just that many players is absolutely insane and very difficult to deal with. Um, but with elves, it was a pushover. It was a case of he threw a bomb, I literally caught it with my elf because I'm an elf, and I threw it back. You know, yeah. he he had the ball, I dodged through the cage because it was a two. Except for the fact that his pogo doesn't have titchy so actually that was a three when I went in there. But it was it was completely not a problem in that way. But uh, did you have you been playing them or something recently?
3: So I took them to the last squad chaos tournament. Uh, so it's fumble. Um, in case anyone is wondering how we got away with that, uh, it wasn't not enough ranked or anything. It's just a, it was just a mess around. Um, yep. It was really good fun.
2: And that, how'd you do? Firstly,
3: uh, so <laughs> I played five. I've played five games on the day. Only four of them were part of the tournament, and I won three of them. Fair play. Um, they are without a doubt one of the oddest teams I've ever used. I didn't take any pump <laughs> wagons okay because i was following the advice uh, the advice of maverick which was you don't want that much secret uh, you don't want that much secret weapon you don't want that much really stupid hmm okay yeah so i had three trolls cuz i went with ripper cuz it does make dealing with the other trolls an awful lot easier
0: Yes, that was. I imagine that's a good way because, of course, he can poke the other trolls, which is a kind of tried and yes. tested Ripper method, isn't it?
3: Yeah, that's exactly it. And so that that side of things quite fun. Quite enjoyed having him around to poke the trolls. Um, the problem was, of the five games I played, they were exactly fun for five people. Mm-hmm. As in, mm-hmm. there was zero fun for half the people playing those games. Oh. As in it was just it was there was literally nothing they could do or what. So, I had two Hail Mary Bombardiers. I had Rioters Rookies, I had a Chainsaw, and I had Ripper, and that got me up to like 15, 16 players. I had one reroll and a leader. Um, my first game, my first action was to Hail Mary Bombardier with pass, one one dead. Good. You deserve it. Nice. And that entire, but that entire game was just so terrible because my I didn't do anything right. All of my players left the pitch. It was it was just awful. It was a really bad. It, it was not a good experience. <laughs> my next game, I basically pitch cleared Merrick. <laughs> Poor Merrick. What I was he think, playing? I think he was using halflings, and I think I reduced him to one tree. Well, I think, it, it, yeah. stunty on stunty is always like that, isn't it? So, it, but it reached the point where I was. he had a halfling on the floor and he, that halfling was away from the rest of the play and at the end of my turn I just went, I'm going to bomb the crap out of him. So I just launched two Hail Mary bombs at him. Nice. Oh dear. And basically every game was either I've, no, nothing on my team can do anything or I destroy my opponent's team. There was no middle ground whatsoever. It was a really th- weird experience. So, do you think who is the biggest uh, fear for snotlings Then
0: it's got to be elves, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I've, I've I got think... to say I, I've, I am quite looking forward to using them. Um, I, I think you're right; they'll they'll be terrible, but only in the same way that goblins are. In at least you'll have a bit of a laugh with them.
0: And actually, you know, that's no. a good point, And I want your opinion on this, Naz. I've been; I have, it has been positive to me that snotlings are basically just goblins they are a very similar roster they have a slight difference in them, they have lower strength and more weapons but basically they are effectively a goblin team they do the same thing goblin teams do um, so is there a space for them in the roster, so what do you? what's your opinions on the comparisons between them and goblins
3: so I think that they are both worse and better so they get more toys than goblins that's without a doubt, and that's not a terrible thing, but they are so much worse. They are slower. They are more fragile. The and, the, th- and the,
1: the the thing is, you are going to run out of snottlings much more quickly than the goblins run out of goblins, because well, you when, say that well. But the thing is, with the goblin team, it's like once your secret weapons go off, yeah, you're you're pretty much screwed. But you still have your strength two, agility three, movement six players. Who were, uh, on a on a good day, can still do
3: something.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <coughs> and that, that's, so it. that's a valid point. But remember that I was consistently starting games with twenty-one players. That's so dumb. And how many people on the pitch? Uh, well, anywhere between eleven and fourteen. Well, sorry, twelve and fourteen. God, yeah. fourteen. Go. So that's crazy. So it's actually quite hard for you to be completely removed. Um. They they really have to put a lot of effort in to actually pitch clear you, and yes, your average snottling is terrible, but they're really really hard to get rid of. Yeah,
0: and they're, that was well, it. There, there were times where I had nine removals and he still had eleven guys to set up, and I was like, Jesus Christ!
2: Precisely. Yeah, it's precisely. And the,
1: and the thing is, it's even because your players are so cheap, you can just get so many extras in.
2: Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. So yep. I had all of that with Ripper, with a chainsaw, with three bribes. Okay, I only have one re-roll, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Re-rolls are for cowards anyway.
0: We all know but, this to be true.
3: But, but with all of that, they were just no fun. It wasn't just that I didn't get a drive. It wasn't just because, you know, you, you play... Um, sometimes you play a, a, a stunty drive and it's just terrible. But you usually get at least one drive of fun. But yeah. literally with snotlings, I didn't always even get that. Good. So they're much more swingy than any other stunty team, do you think? Well, based on my very limited experience, I'm going to go with yes. And I don't think having the pump wagons would have made any difference. I, I think, think the that, pump wagons mm-hmm. would probably be useful against Bash.
0: They they were the, t- the on my, when I played against them. They were the thing that really didn't bother me at all because it, it was yeah the Hail Mary Brom was an issue the trolls were an issue the swarming was an issue the pump wagon nah it's fine whatever but what was interesting with, with the game though is he he only came on for one drive because not because of secret weapon you know it's obvious I guess but he had three bribes but the fact is he had three secret weapons already so it but he had enough guys that he was always able to set up with two secret weapons on the bench and one on the field so it, it was every different drive was a different secret weapon sort of thing yeah so it didn't come on till like the second drive of the second half it was very weird
3: But that it just feels ridiculously powerful to be able to do that it's 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 just a really really nice thing Hmm I think I'll have to give them a I go know, They are weird I'd recommend giving them a go but I cannot guarantee that you'll enjoy it <laughs> Well it's the same with every
1: stunty isn't it The, the thing is yeah. they've now I've got to give them a go to 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 say I've played the team you know
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the twenty-four, which is now the twenty-six, which is now the twenty-seven, which I know, is now the twenty-nine. Yeah,
3: exactly.
1: I know, and it's like having done twenty, however ha- having done all of them up to Blood Bowl twenty-twenty. Now it's like, oh, I've got to do Old World Alliance, and I've got to do Black Orcs.
3: So, and, oh God,
0: yeah. thirty.
1: I think it's there thirty teams now.
0: Oh, there twi- um, well, there were twenty-six before BB twenty-twenty, and now there's the additional so it, Snotling, Nobility, Black Orc, Old World Alliance. So yeah, that's thirty, isn't it?
3: I cannot wait to use Blackhawks. Yeah. I'm so excited so, about them.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, look, looking forward to using one or all of those at some point. I've got to say, I think, mm. I think like most stunty teams, Snotlings are going to be a. You'll be fine taking them to a one day tournament. Two days will frustrate Break you. Break you.
0: Have you. Yeah. Have yeah it, might, um, it might kill you. Have any of you actually tried the BB Twenty Twenty rules out yet? Anywhere like online or?
3: No, I'm planning to try and get that in with tabletop sim soon because yeah. I know that there is a. a, a I know that Sans started doing that, so I'm thinking you're giving that a go. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm quite keen to do that. Yeah, it's, it's possible. Tabletop sim uh, is
0: it's the worst way to play Blood Bowl in many ways because it's the slowest kind of more most awkward way to do it, but it is definitely a method, like. Fumble is the best way in many ways online. BB2 is the best way. Tabletop Zoom is a slower, clunkier way, but you can do BB2020, and you have it's just like being on a table, so you can take moves back, you can do anything else like that. So it's worth doing a go. And yeah, I think I might have to try it as well, because it's a, uh, I feel like it's been long enough. I should actually have a go with BB2020 and see if it's any good.
3: That's basically where I stand as well. I just feel like I should give it a go, and I'd like to give it a go. I, hmm. I,
1: I, will, I will say at the moment given that it's looking like it's going to be so long before I can actually play a tabletop game again, I am kind of tempted to just think fuck it, I'll wait till the first tournament like, I can wait I, <laughs> and learn the I, rules there <laughs> Well, <laughs> wait so a minute, so how does this on, work? well no, it, well, it's it's the same core set of rules but it's like, yeah I think that would be a more in a way, you'll enjoy it more because it's like, hey, actual people real people you're with it, it'll be a lot yeah. more it, it'll be a lot, lot different than having just doing it over the internet, so yeah, I don't I like am, it. I, I am kind
3: of tempted to think I, I kind of just want to wait. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, to seeing people again. Saying. My my concern is that I think I might be running the first one I go to, so I feel I should know the rules. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. although you should know the rules. I am, yes, I am playing, not refereeing, so that does give me a bit of leeway.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Fun. Interesting times ahead. Absolutely. Hmm. Should we talk short stories?
3: We can talk short stories. Oh, yeah. go on then. So, uh, a little while ago,
0: um, Anything But A One podcast launched the very first Anything But A One short story competition. Did you know?
3: And did you also know you that? Say that like it's going to make a comeback and we're going to do this year on year. Um, year on year? <laughs> That'd be silly. I was thinking that every three months at least. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what's what's interesting is so I made this and I was like great. And now I'll be honest, I do not listen to every podcast out there. Um, I used to listen to podcasts a lot, uh, and ever since I started making one, I've listened to them less, which is I know is dreadful because I should be getting involved in the community and encouraging newer podcasts and all the rest of it. But I haven't done it. I um, can,
1: can, can I just say on that note, I I don't listen to a single Blood Bowl podcast, including ours. I listen to lots of podcasts, just nothing <laughs> on but nothing on Blood Bowl. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But um. Anyway,
0: so the, the point was I did this, and then I had a I had a friend to say, "Oh, this is great! This is just like the bo- the Bonehead short story contest that they're doing as well, the Bonecast the Bonehead podcast." And I was like, "Oh!" And I looked them up, and they have also done the exact same thing, except theirs was a thousand words, and mine is for only five hundred. Therefore, it's a completely different thing, right? Completely different, absolutely yeah, different. Absolutely, um, it is. So, if you're listening from the, the from the Bonehead podcast, uh, I'm very sorry. I did not mean to rip you off. But it's such a good idea. Um, I I also had this added and uh, I concede that you came up with it first. So awesome! And hope you don't mind me doing it too. And we, maybe we should do a cross podcast <laughs> short story collection competition anthology do for a hickey box.
1: Ours, I like to think of ours as more as uh, an affectionate homage. <laughs> Yes, that's it. Um, <laughs> quite right. The spiritual successor that wasn't quite
0: as good, so everyone forgets about it. The straight to DVD sequel, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so ours was slightly different. It was 500 words, which I concede it's not a very large amount of words. And if you're listening, <laughs> Robert, I'm very sorry because um, we were messaging a lot. And he was like, "I've written a story and I love it, but it's like a thousand words." And I was like, "Yeah, sorry." And he was like, "Fine, I'll keep cutting bits off." And he keep messaging me every couple of weeks. Going, I've, messed, "I've cut a bit more off. There's barely anything left. It doesn't it barely makes any sense anymore." But I've done it.
1: <laughs> I was like, "Okay, yeah. mate." <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've cut I'm out. Sorry, Robert. I've I've cut out all the punctuation and spaces, and yes. it's fine. <laughs> So now, every I've word now is hyphenated remo- <laughs> I've removed the letter E from every word It's much easier now <laughs> Quite right um, So 500 words Now
0: 500 words is not a lot of time to tell a story um, Which is why it's a bit of a challenge It's nice because you can you can write it in, any, in, in, in a sitting if you wanted to um, But if you want to do it properly And you want to tell a good story with a beginning, middle and end And everything else It's quite difficult to fit that into 500 words Now I'm happy to say Most people stayed under 500 words not everyone did, Bron. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, and the um, the what you call it the the winner. I said we'll read out on air, blah blah blah. But we got six entries, or seven if you include mine. But you know, mine came last. so Don't worry about that. I just wanted to have fun and write a story. So I'm actually going. We're actually going to read all of them out on air. Um, but we will still talk about the winner, and you will get some sort of prize of some description. So I'm going to read them out in the order which we got them in, and um, I'm going to slot them in. Uh, I've, I've done a sort of I pre-recorded them and I've done accents and everything. So what we'll do is I'll, I'll introduce it, I'll play you the the reading of it, and then I'll we'll just have a very quick chat about the story, which is going to be fun for Matt because he's not listened to them or read them yet. But uh, <laughs> but don't worry about it, Matt. You'll figure it out. You'll you'll, you'll get it. Don't worry.
1: It's you just have fine.
0: To, it's you've fine. got to react to each of them as if you have read it. Um, so without any further ado, I'd like to introduce the very first story, uh, which is. By a lovely man called Stuart, and it's called A Level Playing Field. So, here we go. Story 1 A Level Playing Field by Stuart. Gunrick Grumperson sat easily in his chair on the sidelines and watched the human referee approaching, preparing himself for the conversation he'd had countless times already but not with this ref. He'd never seen this one before. Magnus something was his name, the dwarf dimly recalled. Possibly Dörfenheimer. Not that it mattered. Behind Magnus, in a chair beside the entrance to the team dugouts, there sat a muscular looking man with a luxuriant beard, smoking a pipe with a studied air of nonchalance, Evidently the referee's goon in case things got messy. When the referee got within three feet of Gunrick's chair, he came to a halt and pulled a notebook out of his pocket. Rule one, paragraph one, Magnus began without preamble. No weapons on the pitch. It's a fine rule, sir, replied Gunrick, raising his half-empty tankard in salute. I fully endorse it and yet you're sitting on one magnus observed gunrick glanced down in mild surprise as if noticing for the first time the armor-plated steamroller atop which he was sitting this he exclaimed innocently oh heavens no this is my lawn leveler it's a service i provide to all the stadia we play at but don't worry yourself sir it's free of charge He jerked a thumb behind him at the playing field. "'Yeah, I wasn't able to cover the whole area during that first drive. Those lizard folk kept getting in the way. "'But I'll do better next drive, I promise. "'You'll have a nice level playing field by the time I'm done.' Magnus smiled wryly. "'One of the aforementioned lizard folk got crushed under your roller during that drive. "'Oh, aye, a tragedy to be sure.' I do hope the poor skink's friends give him a decent burial, partly taken care of, I'd argue, but it indicates the weaponised nature of your machine, as do the large spikes adorning the roller. Oh, that's for the aeration. Very important on compacted ground like this. As Gunrick patted his vehicle lovingly, he heard an unfamiliar clank from inside the machinery. Suddenly a small homunculus emerged from the exhaust flue, carrying a camshaft and dashed over to where the goon was sitting. The man accepted the component and stood up from his chair, letting his cape fall aside to reveal the garb of a mage of the Golden Order. He nodded at the dumbfounded Gunrick and pocketed the shaft with unconcealed glee. Magnus grinned and turned his attention back to Gunrick. "'Sorry to do this to you, sir,' he added." your camshaft will be returned to you in due course. In the meantime, we have ways of moving your immobilised machine so that it doesn't cause an obstruction to our pitch officials. And I'll ask that you spend the remainder of the game in your dugout to avoid any unpleasantness. As I'm sure you'll understand, my job here is simply to ensure the game can continue on a level playing field. And we're back. So yeah, that this story is brilliant. I love the fact that it's about a um, it's about a dwarf, as it, about a dwarf death roller, and his um, and his his pleading with the ref to let him stay on the pitch, of because he all he all he has is a lawnmower. Um,
3: and can <laughs> can you just remind us of that line about aeration again? Now, preferably with accent.
0: The the now listen, right? I never, I never, I never describe myself as an accent master. I'm not a parrot. Uh, but I, I can occasionally do an accent, but the, this, the sentence, where is it? Very important on compacted ground like this. is a very difficult accent to do in a sort of Bolton sort of way. Very So I can say, you know, aeration Okay, that's fine. That's a northern way of saying it. Very important on compacted ground like this. I always go to and West you, Country when yeah, I Andrew do it, and, see?
1: you in and Devon again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause it's, it just ends with the like this I know, like
0: this I can't do it, but um, I took the Warhammer inspiration and made the dwarves from Yorkshire or from the north rather, because that's how all your dwarves should be, so thank you that's very a, much Stuart that,
1: that's how Goat talks, so it's fine
0: <laughs> I, this story was very good Um, I will be revealing the winners at, all at the end, so I'm going to be saying nice things about every story, don't worry, and I'll say which one won at the end, but yeah, this one was the uh, very first one we arrived, and I thought it was very good, so well done Stuart Fantastic work
3: Yep I, I would second that I really enjoyed that
2: Hmm.
0: Okay The next one Is from Bron I'm going to read it out anyway Even though it was about 250 words too long So I'm afraid Bron You did get disqualified Because he went Quite considerably Over the word limit um, But I liked the theme I liked the story behind it And uh, here it is So This is Bogenhaven Bron And his story Faster Merzenberg Leap, leap Which is a brilliant name as well Story number two. Faster, Merzenberg. Leap! Leap! By Bogenhaven Braun. At first, he thought it was just a cramp. There he was, aspiring Mittenheim blitzer Moles Mersenberg, spiky ball in his hands, thundering unopposed towards the touchdown zone. His one chance to show the coach his mettle after a freak and deception. His golden moment to turn the game around, laugh in the muzzles of the opponent's bull centaurs, and for the first time perform his over-rehearsed, if embarrassing, victory dance. But then the cramp travelled from his calf muscle to his whole body, and he stumbled, lost his grip on the ball, and the sky turned into cloth, quickly descending upon him. Nards! he cursed. But all his lips could form was something more akin to a nard, the cloth sky bothered him. He could see his own jersey number in reverse, descending like an evil cloud that threatened to engulf him. The astroturf beneath his splayed limbs was likewise covered in an unexpected linen carpet, with only a rapidly shrinking window ahead of him still showing a horizon beyond. He crawled, kicked, skipped towards that opening before the fabric could suffocate him and emerged into the sun, blinking. The game had gone on without Merzenberg, only everybody was apparently swapped out for sporting giants. A ginormous spitting image of Gunther Germer was being punched in the kidneys by infamous chaos dwarf Baradour Bullwhip, now a chaos giant, while Hopgoblin Snickerstack, monstrous in size, made the earth shake as he bounded away with the ball, nearly crushing Malta under his heel. Ribbit, Malta uttered, dumbfounded. Then a horrid realisation overcame him a zap spell. He'd been turned into a toad. All those backstabbing chaos dwarves and their tricks. He would show them, give them a piece of his mind, and then some. He'd... His building rage dissipated into sudden panic when he caught sight of the opponent's minotaur lumbering towards him, blotting out half the stadium. Frantically, he turned tail and leapt away, as soon as his tiny, cold-blooded heart would let him, chased by two tons of raging beef. Which way to the sideline? Where was his team's constantly drunk apothecary? And where did the mardi boom ziggurats get the inducement money to hire a wizard anyway, when it was the Mittenheimers who... SPLAT! Maltese's thoughts were cut short when he stumbled onto the pitch-trap door, his bloated belly flattened against wood. Certain of his imminent doom as a squishy mess under the bullman's hoof, he closed his eyes. But then the trapdoor did what it had not done in the past eighty years. It opened under him, and he fell into darkness. And was caught by the Mittenheim Mirthman's own hired sports wizard, wizard Crampfader, hiding in the dark under the pitch. I'm sorry here, Mirzeberg, the creepy wizard's spider-like voice echoed, but you left me no choice, seen as you were blindly running towards your own team's touchdown zone. Crampfader cupped his long-fingered hands tightly around Toad Malta and made his way through the widening service tunnels of the stadium. You're welcome, by the way. What an embarrassing career ender that would have been, scoring an own goal. Malta felt embarrassed enough as it were. He tried to squirm free, only to be grabbed tighter. Sadly, the reverse spell isn't covered in my contract. Fader lilted with mock regret. I'm sure it'll wear off by itself, um, eventually. Still, waste not want not. The wizard opened a door and stepped into the dimly lit groundskeeper's den. He sat down on a stool and opened his hands just enough to peer down at the hapless toad. See, my work days ended rather prematurely. Crampfader whispered, and I doubt your team would invite me to the after party, now that I can't fire all those dwarves when they most need me to. But here you are, and your amphibian skin produces such delicious recreational neurotoxins. The wizard eagerly licked his lips with a crazed giggle. I'm sure we can come to an arrangement. Martin Mersenberg croaked in terror. There were fates worse than drunk apothecaries, after all. And we're back. That was a good one. I liked that one. It was funny. What do you think so, of that one, Naz? I'm
3: not sure I've ever come across the idea of an own goal in Blood Bowl before. Hmm. But it, it's got to be able to happen, right? Does it happen? I, is, I that in, is, is,
1: that in, is that in Nuffles' sacred laws? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know either. It's an interesting one. Um... Yeah, because the whole story, the, the plot behind it is it's a, a a player about to score an own goal, so his own team's wizard turns him into a frog to stop him doing it, which is a funny
3: idea. However, I could have done without the image of said wizard licking the football <laughs> player for the hallucinogenic properties of his frog-like skin. You should have seen the sentences I had to cut out. It was much
0: more graphic. No, it wasn't no, really. Oh, I'm, I'm, no, only no. I'm only
3: teasing. I'm only teasing. But no, that was brilliant. Oh, I really hope you are, because that no one needs that. <laughs> but
0: yeah, it's very good word for Bron uh, But you get disqualified because it was incredibly long So very sorry about that Okay, next we have um, a, a man called Saruman, or Abe And this story is called We're Getting Fact Or possibly We Are Getting FAQ'd It depends on how you think it should be pronounced I mean, how would you pronounce it? F-A-Q-E-D, Fact f- FAQ'd? It's clearly fact It's clearly, cle-
1: cle- fact. Cle- clearly fact, yeah
0: Alright, fair enough Well then, uh, this is We're Getting Fact by... Abe, aka Saruman. Story number three. We're getting fact. by Abe, aka Saruman. That's we are getting FAQ'd. I'll let you figure out how to pronounce it. The bloodiful game was back, he thought. Back, and with many changes in the rules. Quickly remembered while he sat on the stands of the Altdorf Old Bowl. Calamber was intrigued by these changes, although not as your average hooligan would be. Those brutes only cared about lobbing rocks and lynching refs. No, he was a man of science, and he knew that careful observation of the game would show patterns that could explain the mayhem in the pitch. Years of data collection had led him to some interesting findings. For example... He knew that unskilled, strong players botched roughly one in every nine blocks they made. And this was also true when goblins or halflings dodged. The 1 in 9 ratio was all over the game. There was something magical about the number 9, and the same could be said of the number 6, 36, and to some extent 27 and 216. He would not dare to fail to recognise 11 as the sacred number, but surely there was something going on with these other figures. Ten me! Ten me! The screams brought him back to reality. No one really knew the origin of this intimidating cry, but it was always chanted right before a kickoff, so he followed the cue and took his abacus out to start tracking the statistics of the game. And then it happened it was a pass. Calamber had always been bothered by the passing game, but he was not able to pinpoint why. It was not because passing was clearly suboptimal. It was something else. Something weird. As a man of science, he was familiar with the arrow of time, and there was something inherent to the passing that went against this concept that ruled the asymmetry of time. It felt like a player could intercept the ball before it was being thrown, not after it had left the thrower's hand but today it seemed like passing and time were flowing in agreement however today something weirder had happened apparently the pass had been accurate and wildly inaccurate at the same time some spectators could see how the runner had caught the ball but others sworn over their lives that the ball had flown in the opposite direction how could that be possible? This was like that fabled cat in a box that was dead and alive at the same time. No, it was stranger. It was like putting a cat in a box and getting two of them, one dead and one alive. They were not in the palace of eternal suffering, so the easy explanation was ruled out. He started looking around, trying to find someone who could explain this. What is this sorcery how could passing go from a temporal paradox to a pseudo-quantum state? He shouted, with no hope of getting an answer. Against all odds, a halfling timidly said, I don't know, but for sure we're getting fact. For sure we are, little fella. For sure we are. And we're back. This one, I liked this one a lot. This one was very meta. I like the fact that it's, it's all about this, meta. this one uh, fan who's sort of suddenly realised it's all about the number 6, it's all about the number 11, it's all about the number 36. Everything's all coming around in circles, man. And I, I really like the fact that there's just like... At the image I have of this sea of angry supporters shouting and screaming and chanting, and there's one guy in the middle with a notebook who's just having this sort of like scene calculations in his head going, it's all connected, it's all 6s, it's all 11s, it's all 10s. I thought that was... Um, that was brilliant, and the fact that w- reality was warping to kind of fit this new version of Blood Bowl, where the numbers suddenly have all changed, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Hmm. Uh, that was very good. It's very meta, very heavy, and it's it, it, yeah, brilliant. Very good effort.
3: Very I, good. I I just like the idea that passing used to mess with time because yeah. <laughs> you you can't. Because it, it was possible for the ball to be intercepted before it had even left the hands of the thrower. Yeah. And it, was, it, it messes with the arrow
0: of time, yeah. And it's like, well,
3: hold on a minute. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Oh, and now, it,
0: At least that does make sense now. So that was brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Very, very good fun of that one. Very fan, Big fan. So, well done, Abe. Okay, next one. Oh, bloody hell. This is from Geo. And hello, Geo, if you're listening. Thank you for submitting a story. And did you bloody know, ladies and gentlemen at home, that this story by our good friend Gio, fan of the podcast. He's flipping 12 years old. And he not only wrote a story and submitted it, but it's actually pretty good. So I'm going to read it to you now. This is from Gio. Uh Triophni, Trionfri. I'm so sorry. I'm butchered your surname. Um <laughs> Gio. <laughs> Thanks for your story. This is Ripper by Gio. Actually no, sorry. It's called The Ripper Showdown. My mistake. The Ripper Showdown by Gio. Story number four, The Ripper Showdown by Geo. It was the Blood Bowl Final 25-15. No one knew how the Shroom Dudes had got there, until it was pointed out that their roster looked like every Orc team before the finals. They were a team of 11 Snotlings, 2 Orcs and 3 Towering Trolls, one of which was the great Ripper Bulkrod. The game took place at the Old Bowl, There was a particularly rowdy crowd that day, and everyone was awaiting the face-off between me, the untackleable Alex Sturdyfoot, and the great Ripper Bulkrot. The coin flip was in our favour. The shroom dudes lined up, and it looked like I was facing not Ripper, but Boogie Picker, who, quite opposite of Ripper, was the dumbest troll of them all. I was playing left line that day, and we were spreading out. I was four yards away from Ripper. The crowd was disappointed. After the whistle blew, I immediately charged at Boogie Picker. He had no clue what was happening, so I easily tackled him, making a hole in the line. We scored within five minutes. The drive ended, and Boogie Picker was stretched off the pitch. This meant I would face off against Ripper for the next drive, and the crowd went crazy. We lined up with the kickoff, and as expected, I was lined up against Ripper himself. The whistle blew, and Ripper charged. We were locked in combat. He would be winning, then I would be winning, and so on. We went right, then left, then right again. From the stand, it must have looked like a bizarre dance. And that's what it felt like. The crowd was going crazy, and I had no idea why. With a quick glimpse of my surroundings, I found myself with my back pressed against the sea that was the crowd. With a quick turn, I sent my opponent, the legendary Ripper Bulgrod, off into the crowd. He uh, quite literally lost his head. Thanks to the regeneration powers that trolls possess, he was fine, but I had um, definitely made an enemy. And we're back. Fair play. Well done, Geo. That's awesome. At 12 years old, I could barely spell my own name. So that you've written a whole story, and it's Blood Bowl themed, and it's funny. Just brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. I like the idea of yeah, Ripper's head getting pulled off. By the angry sea of uh, of supporters, but it doesn't matter because he's he's a trollic. He regenerated it back, but he's going to remember that. Yeah. It always comes <laughs> top back. top stuff. Yeah, the idea of going, aren't you the guy who ripped my head off? Well, <laughs>
1: I just thought I'm brilliant.
0: <laughs> Here's the question though: Does Ripper regenerate from the head down or from the body up?
1: Ooh, or is it, is it a classic thing of does he become two rippers? <laughs> <laughs> Geo, I want you to write
0: a sequel for me and I want it to be Ripper versus Ripper, okay? Wait. So
1: the- wait, maybe that's why if both players take Ripper it's fine.
0: Ah, maybe it is. <laughs> dang dang. <laughs> it all makes sense.
3: <laughs> that makes no, so much sense.
0: Geo, you've spawned an entire like you you filled in one of the plot holes, one of the biggest plot holes in Blood Bowl. So well done. Um, but yeah, I want to hear your story about two re- two Rippers. One who's re- regenerates from his head and makes a new body, and one from his body and makes a new head, because that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, okay, who's next? Story number five. Oh, this is from Wobbit. So this is from Alistair Pring. And I'm very sorry you had to butcher half of your story <laughs> to write this for us. Um, I could feel that there was a lot more to it, uh, but it's still brilliant. And here it is. This is Alistair Pring, and the story is... Uh, called An Even Balance. Story number five. An Even Balance. By Alistair Pring. A.K.A. Wobbett The golden rule of what goes on in the dressing room stays in the dressing room was never truer for the Wissenheim Wanderers, reflected Tobin Codcatcher. The wanderer's captain deflected a wild swing from a mailed glove, and a split second later bent impossibly backwards to avoid a bladed foot. Writing himself, the floorboards began quaking as something large and lumpen pounded in their direction. Help was on its way! Virtually no elf team would deign to keep an ogre on the staff. Luckily for Codcatcher, the wanderers were the exception the other combatants felt the approach too, and so attacked one another with renewed vigour while they still could. Big Verne barreled through the door. In his haste, he'd forgotten, again, the social nicety of actually opening it first. The door shattered, and a chunk, brass knob, hinges and all, winged Codcatcher, who stumbled back, no longer in ogre threat range. As the ogre's bulk seemed to fill the dressing room, the eagle-eyed would have noticed the surprisingly dainty orange peeler, clasped in an impossibly large, meaty fist. The fight had interrupted him before his halftime segmentation task was complete. That would only fuel Verne's rage. As someone retained for acts of blunt brutality, what Verne could carve from orange peel was a thing of wonder. Even the pompous high elves on the team would marvel. The ogre lumbered forward, thundering a bowel loosening Oooooooowl <try> directly into the face of Elath Elmdeep, the wood elf thrower. Fist-sized globules of spittle bombarded the unfortunate elf's face, although the ogre's breath alone, there was nothing minty-fresh about it at all, was enough to fell all but the meanest opponent. At the same time, Verne's free hand enveloped the head of Dark Elf Blitzer and an all-round troublemaker, Malachi Malice, lifting him off the ground. Verne gave him as gentle a shake as he was able to, leaving Malice hanging limply. This was enough to quell the riot. The three sides pulled apart to their separate corners of the dressing room. Codcatcher stood in the centre of the room with Big Verne. He knew he was meant to be the solution, but in truth he was the problem. The Wanderers were a mixed elf team of no fixed abode. If the team were made up of more high elves, they could play out of a city in Ulthuan. Later, if the team mix favoured dark elves, they would be up sticks and headed to Nagaroth. The current impasse had existed because they were four of each of the elven races, plus Codcatcher, their half-elf captain. The owner had placed him in charge and moved the team to the Empire for neutral ground in the hope he could bring things together. All he had unified was their hatred of their new captain, far too human for their tastes. This particular fight had kicked off because they, they were one nil down to the Hobgoblin team at halftime. The Hobgoblin team for Nuffles' sake. Each faction had blamed the other, and before you knew it yet another fight had broken out. We can still win this, lectured Codcatcher, but we need to work together. The resentful glares gave him all of the answer he needed. Elf Union, he muttered, hardly. And we're back. Excellent, I love this one. It's a, it's, it's, again, it's very clever. It's one of these things that fills in a hole of Blood Bowl, which I think is fantastic. So it's the whole point of Elf Union, uh, where do they come from? And well, here you go. It was. Just, this is this is the story of where they first came from, um, and I love the fact that there's an ogre who who uh, who, who. I actually misread it when I first read it through. to play for them. Yeah, um, and he helps keep the peace. And I I, I misread it slightly because he makes uh, he makes sculptures out of oranges. So he's an ogre, but he peels orange peel into wonderful sculptures. And I misread it and thought that it said that the things he could do with an orange peeler were kind of were fantastic. And I I thought as a threat.
3: So suggesting that, <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, I, I thought the same thing <laughs> to
0: begin with. Maybe it does, but either way, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a very good very good story, and I'm very happy to have read it. And um and yeah, world well thank you very much for submitting it. Um, I hope you liked yep. my ogre
3: moan a lot. I practised that, the o-, so o-, o sound. Did he is? Do you think that this is someone who likes Elven Union or doesn't? Because it it kind of I was trying to work out if if it was a case of cause one, one, I can't remember what the line is but it's something like what what was the point of Elven Union or something like that and I'm like okay is that someone who likes Elven Union or doesn't like them <laughs> it was it was somebody I think who's probably who likes
0: who wants to like them and is frustrated by them <laughs> that's mm. my theory <laughs> um who, who, uh, that, that's my theory you know, I enemy mean behind it but I like the fact that it took a half elf and a bunch of different elves from different races to come together and just the stars align and we have the elf union team you might be referring to the last line elf union hardly he muttered probably that one
3: or something yes, that's the line that's the line
0: yeah and I, I like the fact um, I, I, just, I like the image of an ogre just having to quiet down a bunch of rowdy elves who, who are just getting annoyed with each other and he just wobble, what kind of strides in and goes all right calm down everybody and is very polite to them all oh it's my story now I wrote a short story as well um, very arrogant and vain of me I know but I'm trying to practice my short story writing and I thought I wrote a story I'm going to bloody submit it uh, unfortunately the judges are all biased against me so I'm probably not going to win and, is,
1: um, no no. To, to be fair as with any kind of radio phone in uh, you know if you work for the station <laughs> you aren't allowed to win the competition
0: <laughs> no, well, fine Jesus Christ such, a, such, such um, archaic rules but all right I'm gonna submit it anyway though, what are you gonna do about it? Um this is we'll, my story. We'll,
1: I was I was gonna say, I've no doubt we'll enjoy it, but we will just be <laughs> we we will just be enjoying it and we will not be judging it.
0: Absolutely. We well, can judge it if you want. <laughs> if you're really to judge it as harshly as you like. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is called The Old Ways. Spelt Old as in the blood bowl style of old, you know, A U L D because why not? And it's by me. Story number six The old days by me, Twelfthman. Purr. Oxteclip the Proud slapped his hands together. We waste time on these morons. Lockerpetal shook her head, not for the first time. I've told you before, I've told you thirty times. The game grows stale if we do not share it. Oxteclip grunted. And you think these dry skins will be a decent contest for us against this? He twisted, taking two long steps before leaping nine feet into the air, backflipping twice, and landing expertly on a single, suckered toe. Logopetl rolled her huge dark eyes. If you're so confident of victory, why do you resist? Pah, he croaked again. Must you burn such foul herbs, Kutep? Hetrar waved a hand through the thick, cloying mist that surrounded his captain no that word is wrong he recalled the book given to him by the hideous frogman of the west what was the word he had to use now ah yes coach it helps with your blood flow hetra trust me kutep chuckled swinging his bundle of herbs waving it into every corner of the stone dressing room enjoy it while you can enjoy what breathing this foul smoke breathing in general Kutep glanced at the the fat man to his side. What do you mean by that? The Hierophant ignored him, but Hetrar noticed a smirk. He means the game can be violent, came a wet voice from the doorway. Not too late to cancel if you're afraid. Hetrar snapped his eyes to the doorway and beheld the monstrosity. It was even more disgusting than he'd imagined. Six feet of green, slimy limbs and bouldering putrid eyes. The men and women in the room tensed, staring at the creature. "'You wish, Slan?' muttered Kutep, rising to his feet. He handed a bundle of herbs to Hetra and hobbled over to the doorway. His plump features broke into a mocking smile. "'Here to...' he glanced at the book in his hand. "'Concede?' a ribbiting laugh. "'Oh, no, not at all. I just wanted to make sure you were aware of just how rough this sport can get.' Heterard's coach chuckled. Oh, we are fully aware, Nesco tip. Do give your master my warmest regards. The frogman licked his huge green lips, then left. The sun bore down on brown baked clay and glinted from the golden bars that marked the pitch boundaries. Bright white marks ran along the rim and formed a circle in the centre. On that pitch, two lines of players glared at each other. Half were humans, decked in white robes and bracelets of gold. The other were proud frogmen, dressed in red, great feathers pluming from their helmets. Dozens of frogmen had gathered to watch, huddled in small clumps around the edge of the playing field. Kutep was among them, the only human in a sea of green. Hetrar's eyes met Ox Teclips. Ox Teclips met Hetrar's. Green fists tensed, human fingers flexed. "'Gentle frogs! Humans!' shouted Lockerpetal from her stone palanquin, "'We welcome the proud nation of Nehekara to our home stadium "'to partake in a friendly game of, uh... "'Oh, what's the translation?' "'Frowning, she casually threw a small brown ball up into the air. "'It described a beautiful arc as it descended to land in the middle of the pitch. "'She grinned. Ah, yes, I remember.' Let's play some Blood Bowl. And there it is. So I try to... So, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Please do.
3: I was just going to say, so obviously it's a, it's a very fine piece of work. It would be a really strong contender and it's a great shame that you just aren't eligible for the prize. <laughs> In, indeed, indeed.
0: Oh well At least he's I, I, I mean we, we could have just said It was too shit for, for consideration Which is also Completely applicable If you like Because it's one of the only stories That features no bloodball In it
3: Very <laughs> <Well>, actually That <laughs> very was very briefly of the, the end, notes. Yeah well, No w- actual one blood of, One of the notes I made Was there is no action Although in fairness There's also no action In uh, Level playing field because that all takes place just off the pitch. Although I suppose at least it describes the death of a of a skink, so that that helps. I like to think that one is at the end of a drive,
0: or possibly at the end of a match. But yeah, um, so my story was uh, I thought it, it'd be fun to think cause there's there's stories of like the, the origins of blood bowl, um, and I don't know where I heard this, and I hope I didn't make it up. But my images was the origins of blood bowl was Slam playing against Kemri, basically like way back. That was the first people to play, and. Um, presumably one of them came up with it first and I said, he assumed it would be when Kemri weren't undead so the idea being it was human Kemri playing against Slan back in the old days when it was just a couple guys scratching a few lines on a bit of field and you know just, um, manning up to each other and you know trying to be all mattress saying oh yeah this will be fine this will be easy that's where it came from anyway and I thought well that'd be a fun perspective to try and look at it so that's yeah, why ba- I wrote it
1: I was going to say back in the day when Slan were skinny frogs rather than big fat spellcasting frog. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Though it would be funny to write a
0: short story about a team of 11 massively, grossly overweight frogs trying to play, just like flopping around. I
1: mean, mean, to be fair, you would just have 11 entirely stationary wizards.
0: Well, that's true, yes. It would just be a case of one slam, just, just, I don't know, mind controls the other team to stand still and all they have to do is score once.
2: Yeah. But but anyway, anyway.
0: Okay. Um, And the final entry, number seven, uh, is by jp blackband our good friend falling down joe Uh, this is his story and i like the name of it it's called goblin so here it is story seven goblin by jp blackband if we'd had a body to bury we'd have done so but all the apothecary had given us was one troll-chewed goblin boot and Dad's last words, Just toss me! I can do it! He couldn't do it. He also hadn't been tossed. The troll had just grabbed and swallowed him all. The crowd had gone wild, but Mum and me had just sat on our bench, staring numbly at the belched-up kit fragments which followed the troll for the next ten minutes. I'd sworn in that moment that I hated Blood Bowl. I hated the teams, I hated the kits, I hated how it was all that anyone could talk about. In the pub, I'd leave when conversations turned to the scar-scrag snifflers, or when someone turned on cabal vision for the Thursday night bloodbath, or when conversation turned to the soul thing they could all agree on, how much they hated dwarves. But Nuffle laughs at such things. And one night, after too many beers, I picked a fight with the wrong orc. He'd played with Dad on the Toothed sun Terrors and he'd laughed when I'd punched him and became a lot more serious when I kept swinging. You want to play with us, he'd said, blood dripping from a cut on his lip. I started to decline, but another orc placed a coin pouch the side of my head on a table next to me. I hated Blood Bowl, but I loved money. It wasn't a hard choice. I was a natural. A life of squig wrangling had given me the ability to dodge, weave and zip through the tiniest space while holding the ball. And my small stature meant that when some jerk elf needed a quick boot to the face, refs hardly ever noticed. And I had friends. Actual friends. My teammates treating me like a tiny orc, sharing their food, beer and hopes and dreams, which pretty much all revolved around hitting things. Even the troll revealed the softer side. An orchid collection in skulls he'd done a big thump on. The season rushed past like a bull's end tour, and at the season's final game we were competing for fame, silverware and, importantly, a fat wadge of cash. With moments to go it remained a tight stalemate. Our scaven opponents had just halted our drive and a melee had begun. But then I spotted it. As the teams batted each other, the ball had bobbed free close to the end zone and out of anyone's notice. If I could only reach it, I'd score for sure. But it was too far. I was on the halfway line and I'd never make it before the whistle. My legs were just too short. I knew what I had to do. I dashed up to the troll shouting, Just toss me! I can do it! The troll looked down. Suddenly ravenous with hunger And grabbed me in his massive fist His teeth were huge This close There'd be no body to bury And uh, this one was actually submitted a little bit late Joe? 1st of February Come on! So, I mean, in order to be mean I have to disqualify it hmm oh, <laughs> a shame But, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's two rules, isn't there? 500 words by the 1st of Feb Come on! You know it's it's <laughs> it was a very good story um so i i don't think uh if you you guys haven't heard it probably because i only recorded it today um but it's it's about a goblin who whose father is eaten by a goblin uh, by a troll um that goblin hates blood bowl swears off of it and then through kind of drinking and bribery becomes a blood bowl player himself and then gets eaten by the same troll <laughs> which i think is such such a good ending it is it's very brilliant written beautifully and um yeah, this is absolutely fantastic story And uh, it might it may well have been the winner If only it hadn't been submitted late You've got no one to blame but yourself, Joe But thank you very much, that, it was brilliant Well, I mean, you are extremely strict okay, got, Look, I'm bloody... I'm writing lots of stuff at the moment I'm writing short stories for anthologies I'm submitting to competitions It's your one word over Or you're one minute late They don't even read it They just reject it They say, no, pff, fuck off so I have to I have to practice what I preach. It's a bit like did you ever watch SMTV Live when they had um, the you had to like question Ant or something? It was like Ant um, you had to ask him questions and you had to like beat him. It was like a quiz game. And, challenge um, Ant <clears throat> That's it. And he was a bastard during that. And I'm 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 channeling my inner challenge Ant persona. So um, what can I say? What can I say? But yeah. Those are they were brilliant, and these these stories were an absolute delight. And recording them and reading them was was a, was a lot of fun. I very much enjoyed it, and I hope you guys have enjoyed hearing them on the podcast. Um, I would definitely like to do this again, possibly shorter, possibly longer. Um, I like the idea of trying to do a Blood Bowl poetry competition. Obviously, it would all be very tongue in cheek and silly limericks, whatever. Uh, I'd like to try and do a longer short story competition, maybe a thousand words or whatever, maybe a series. I don't know. We'll figure something out, but this has been good and it's been uh, it's been yeah, it's been brilliant to be a part of it. But there can only be one winner. Ooh. And um what was nice about it is I think you we both uh independently came up with the same story,
3: didn't we Naz? I think we did. I think we did. Um, so we yeah, almost immediately. It was like, yeah, we, we really, really like that one. That's that's the one that's going to win. Yeah, um, they were all fantastic. There can only be one winner.
0: Um, I mean, there is an under-16s winner, which is Geo. Congratulations. You're the first under-16s anything-but-one a short-story competition winner, so congratulations. Well done,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: but the, the the overall winner for the first one is... Did, 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 a Level Playing Field by Stuart. Thank you very much. You were the very first to submit... And you exactly nailed it on the head. Exactly what we were after. A short story that's got beginning, middle, end. It introduces um, interesting characters. It's true to the fluff. It's funny. It's quirky. And it's just... I cannot fault it. It's fantastic. So, congratulations. We will come up with some sort of prize for you. Thank you very much for
3: submitting, everybody. Uh, You realise we already have a prize, right? Do we? What's the prize? Do you not remember this? I thought I I was going to (laughs) say...
2: I no, thought no, I was going to read
0: it out online and then read them out, and then I read them all out. So I didn't know if that counted.
3: No, no. The the prize is the fact that I accidentally bought two copies of the last Spike magazine. So we have a spare Spike magazine. Which is oh, there go you to go. The <laughs> oh,
0: well, Dad Stuart, you've got a copy of Spike magazine. Is that the necromantic one? Uh,
3: no. Uh, yes. Yes, just, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Stuart, you have won sorry. a copy of Spike Magazine's Necromantic Edition. Uh, message me on the podcast, and we will get your address, and we will post it to you. So brilliant! Thank you very much. Thanks to everybody for everybody for submitting. Um, thank you, Joe and Anister, for submitting. Not Joe, sorry, Joe and uh, Bron for submitting uh, illegally, which made my choice, uh, our choice, a lot easier because suddenly <laughs> we only had to pick out a couple. <laughs> but they were all brilliant in their own way, and I cannot wait for us to do another one. Yeah, cool So, congratulations everyone And congratulations to Stuart Woo Now Do we do some friggin' Blood Blusters or what?
1: Oh yes, yes. Yeah.
0: Alright then, alright then Let's just power through I have got a very special Blood Blusters for you today um, Because it's, uh, it's, it's We're, we're going to be playing 20 questions Now The rules of 20 questions You can only ask a question for which the answer can be yes or no. Uh, at any point, you can make a guess. You can say, you know, are you ramped up the third? And if you are, I'll say yes. If, if you've got it right, and you'll win the point. But other than that, you're going to get nothing from me. And I'm going to answer every question, yes or no. But can, to get it wins.
1: Can I ask question in advance? Uh, are we, yes. Is, is it, are we Blood Bowl 2020? Or are we all... No. Are we, like, legacy stars... We're going to be everything up, up to,
0: but not including BB2020. So, Right, I'm ba- okay. Don't worry about that. I'm not going to bring in any new weird ones or weird rules in, because that's just that's not how we want to do it, is it? That's just Great. not what we're all about. Okay, so let me that's get fine. A, let me get a pen. Let me get a bit of paper. Um, Do I have a pen? Do I have a pen? I don't have a pen. That's fine. I'll type it up. I'm a, I'm a man of the modern age. I can type it up instead. Uh, and I what we'll do is we'll start with you, Matt, because you, you spoke first, and we will uh we'll just get going. Questions are yes or so, no? Oh okay. sorry, I can only answer um yes or no and uh wait a second, let me let me let me get my thingy up. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Am
1: I dead? No. Mike? Okay. Uh Am I an elf? Oh, hold on.
0: Mike's going to ask a question this time oh, Okay. Oh, dear. Sorry, oh, I wasn't okay. clear like, We're going to alternate say, it I thought it would be more fun my, No, no, my fault I didn't say it correctly enough
3: Do I have a tail?
2: No Ooh,
3: Okay
1: Matt? Am I evil aligned?
3: No uh, Do I have pointy ears? No Do I have a beard? Yes. Okay, well, I suddenly don't feel the need to ask if I'm male or female. (laughs) (laughs) And Yes, I would have phrased that appropriately. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... No, that's not the name. Um, Do I carry a secret weapon? No. Hmm.
1: um do oh, ha- sorry do do I have mighty blow
2: no
3: uh now is when I'm struggling to remember the name of the character well um, so I'm I'm pretty sure I know who this is well why don't you go ahead and ask? Because I cannot remember the name hmm. of the star player in question. Oh dear. So I'm just <laughs> going to stall for time for a moment while I have a think. I might about just the name of hand the it over. Please, I was going to say, please, please insert Windows
1: sound effect while he Googles at this point. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to insert uh, the, the Router sound
0: effect from the 90s. Do you remember that? The late 90s? Uh, Jesus. Dig um,
3: Okay, so th- honestly, this is really annoying because I I do actually know who this is. I'm gonna have to press you so, for a question. I would like to know if I am a dwarf named um Uh Give me a second. Uh, if I, no. I, I am a dwarf, <laughs>
0: you are not a dwarf named Uh, uh Give me a second. <laughs>
3: Matt? <laughs> oh, damn it.
1: Uh, is okay. that back to me, Alex? Yep, yeah, it's back to you. I, I, I was far too generous. I'm a dwarf named Grim Ironjaw.
0: Yes, you are. Congratulations, Guess one point to Matt. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Okay, one nil to Matt. Da-da-da. Are you ready for the next one? Are you ready for the next one? <sighs> yeah. Okay, dokie then. That was, that was so annoying. <laughs> oh, what a shame okay. <laughs> okay, let me pick a good one Let me pick a good one um, mm, I'll go for that one later uh, Okay, I am ready Oh, so Matt went first last time Mike, you're going first this time
3: Do I have pointy ears? Yes Okay
1: Do I have dodge?
2: No. Hmm. Hmm. Am, Am I, I? That, that about M- half the players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Am I laughs>
3: Prince Moranian. <gasps>
2: no.
0: Ah. I like that. There are a lot of elves without dodge. I will point that out. If you are thinking elves, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't jump to conclusions if I was any of you.
1: We're very early in the in the in the game. You don't have dodge, so that does rule out most of the other pointy ear things. So, um, do I do I have a secret weapon?
0: Yes.
3: Hmm.
1: Okay. Mm.
3: Well, that's interesting. Okay, so so a secret weapon with pointy ears, but without dodge.
2: Hmm.
3: Which probably means I'm going to be—I'm not an elf. Am you I could, fungus the loon?
1: You are
0: fungus the loon. Well oh, done. That's going yes. to
3: be my guess. Yeah. Very good. Very oh. good. Because goblins have got pointy ears, right? Very, very, very chuffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of my questions was actually going to be: Am I green? <laughs> that, that mm? yeah. Mm, very good. Very good. Very good.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's go for another one. I am ready to rock and roll. Am I alive? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to qualify that you're not undead.
3: Um, okay, that's all well, I'm it's going just, to say. It's just,
1: it's just that that helps rule out quite a large chunk of players. So. It definitely does.
3: You are not uh, undead. Do do I have pointy ears?
2: No.
1: Can I play for human teams? No. Do I have fur?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, the answer is no to that question. <laughs> You'll see why I'm laughing later.
1: Am I evil aligned? No.
3: Do I wear a lot of armour? No.
0: It's interesting how you can divide it, everything up into these different sections, isn't it? It's like having a big Venn diagram, and which one is the crux? It is, of it, it is, is yeah. So it's I, very I have
3: this problem with the am I evil aligned, because I would argue that, I mean, firstly, evil is in the eye of the beholder. Oh absolutely Secondly, yeah. Spoken like a true chaos worshipper. <laughs> would you say that undead are evil?
0: I would say so basically, just to my own clarification, the sorts of things I would consider evil, orcs, goblins, undead, chaos, dark elves, north, skaven. skaven, ogres oh, okay. things like that. Chaos dwarves. Fair enough.
1: High elves. Nah no, I'm joking. Um is it me? I think isn't it? Is yeah, that your it's question? It's... Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I'll tell you, mate, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, do I do I do I come with a nega trait?
0: Yes.
3: Oh crap! Star players with nega traits. There aren't many of them. I really like how the,
0: the way you zone in on certain questions. I think are brilliant. 'Cause it's it's um you can really it's like playing guess who basically is, isn't it? And you sometimes you get exactly the right thing and it suddenly becomes only a couple oh, I think it's brilliant. I'm i re- I'm really enjoying myself just saying. I
3: am I'm pleased for you. Uh Negatrate, negatrate, negatrate. Who has negatrait? Um
2: oh, Do I have to get, I get the stopwatch na- out?
3: No, 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 no. Uh do I have a tail?
2: No. Hmm. hmm.
0: The Minasworts <gasps> have got tails, but yeah, the answer is no. I know who I am, I think. Oh, you better hope Matt doesn't guess it then. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I'm wrong. Um. Dum, dum. I need to get the countdown music in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Basically what we've got. Would I be described as a particularly fast player?
2: uh no you would
3: not it's that negatrate thing that's just killing me that's like, a, as well.
0: like a like a detective on a crime scene it was all making sense if it weren't for that negatrate.
3: just just one more thing yeah <laughs> yeah hold well, it's, it's, on a minute the trouble is is the combination of the negatrate with the fact that he's good mm. or not evil aligned because mm. there aren't many big guys there, there aren't many big I mean out of interest does loan account as a negatrate uh, no not for this purposes no okay that's good because that would have really
0: really screwed us <laughs> that would have been a dick question a dick point if I'd said oh, yeah
3: <laughs> I mean wouldn't have been impressed if you're at home by
0: the way Screaming at the headphones at the radio Then uh, <laughs> you're probably not alone
3: And I don't have a tail let's, let's
0: clarify what you know so far They are good aligned They are not undead They don't have um, They are not fast Sorry They have a negatrate They have no tail They are not furry They are not heavily armoured As in they don't wear a lot of armour I should clarify
3: Am I Bertha Bigfist? Yes, you are. Oh, nice. Yeah, you so are Bertha Bigfist. The armor was messing me
1: around. I was I, I was going to guess Grack, To be honest, yeah. Yeah, Grack would
0: have been a good choice. Yeah, because Bertha is um well she's armor nine, but is tend to to not wear lots of armor when you see the models of her. Also, Amazons good aligned. They are good aligned, aren't they? They're not evil. I, I would say so. Yeah. So it is currently two one to Mike. Ooh. Yeah. it's all to play for are you ready for another one yeah <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> okay I'm ready it's uh, Mike to ask first I think
3: do I have pointy ears no uh, do I have a secret weapon no do I have a tail no Eventually, you will pick one with a tail.
0: <laughs> you know what? That may be true or maybe not true. What?
1: Wait, so are you changing your mind on that?
0: No, no, as in I may pick one with a tail in the future. Oh, right, I don't want to say yes, because then you might think the next one had a tail. I do not have a right. tail. Okay, do not
1: have a tail. Hmm. Hmm. Am I human?
2: No. Am I dead? Nope.
0: That's my thing about Bertha. So she's not dead, but she's you can't play her anymore. So was she kind of <laughs> killed off? Yeah. Aww. And has she got when you said has she got fur? I was like <laughs> The pure part of my brain fought
2: to the top.
1: Do I have a strength higher than four?
2: No. Uh,
3: is my name Puggy Bacon Breath? Yes, it is. How the hell did you get it so quick? How the fuck did you get that? Uh, because if he doesn't have pointy ears, can't be a goblin, can't be an elf, um, isn't strong, well no and isn't higher, oh, than, strength was, that, isn't higher than strength four that's every human what was what was the other uh what, what else did we know at that point there was he was actually, alive hardly, and hardly, didn't have a tail anything hardly anything like he oh, didn't could have, have a been, tail which it could have well, been no, literally no, no, a dozen players <laughs> it really could but have been the, the tail rips out quite a lot as well and it could, i was it, assuming it could have been, that alex been, would <laughs> go for one of the more famous examples could have been any of the halfling players. <laughs> that, it could have been any of the human
0: players, any of the chaos players. It could have been yeah. any, not any elf, I guess. That was crazy. Okay, fair enough, I suppose. You know, I'm not going to argue with that. It's just the way but it is. All I'm saying I don't, is... I don't, I'm I, don't
1: know, I, I don't know how, but Nazzy's a cheating twat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is, he, is he behind based, me? Is he looking at what i Based, I'm based at?
1: on the last couple of questions, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, time to steal some points back. Um, no, I I'm have... not giving it, I'm not. I'm not giving him any clues. I'm going to make my questions as closed and narrow as possible.
3: <laughs> okay. Um, before you I you realise this could backfire if, if literally the first thing you say is, "Am I strength six with sprint and sure feet?" And if the answer is yes, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Alex, have you, have you selected? Have you selected someone? I have but I'm going to change it because
0: I anticipated your first question was going to be am I alive and Jay Earlice is a ghoul and I don't know if a ghoul is alive or undead and I <laughs> no, was going to say no, no, they're not, they're, they're not. That's the they're point. alive aren't they yeah. I was going to say yes and I thought that I might give it away so I'm going to pick a different one um, okay. okay so I have got um, I have got one okay am I
1: Hathark the Unstoppable
0: <laughs> yes well done <laughs> dick <laughs> Come on, that was a hard fought one. That was bloody well done, mate. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> okay, it's 2 3. <laughs> uh, let me pick another one. Hold on. Okay, I've got one.
2: Uh, IJ Earlice. No. Okay. Good effort, but no.
0: Um, am-, am I an elf? You are not an elf.
3: Do I have a tail? Um, mm, no. Ooh, he hesitated. He did hesitate. That's interesting.
1: Could I be described as chaotic?
3: You certainly could. Do I have more than one head?
2: No.
1: I'm trying Mm -hmm. to remember the remaining Chaos star players. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh,
2: Do I have fur? No. Hmm. Mm.
3: Do I have a strength greater than three? No. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Okay, that eliminates...
1: Pretty much all the ones I was thinking of then. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Um, what are the other chaos ones? Oh, am I? Oh, what's that fucker's name? Um. <laughs> am I, Guffle, uh, Passmore.
2: Guffel no, plus more. Right, Unfortunately,
1: okay. you're not.
0: Hmm.
3: Do I have horns? Nope. Okay, so you're not that one. I mean, does this make for good radio? That is the question. <laughs> yes. Is that your question? <laughs> <laughs> so, two questions because in a row. Yeah. Basically, if people at
0: home have got it already, then they can laugh at all of you for failing to get it. And if they haven't got it, then they can oh, spend this true. time trying to figure out what it is. And even if it's so insufferably bad, it'll be over soon, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, that
3: actually sums up the whole podcast. Yep. Am oh, yeah, basically. I, I, am I lewd grip?
0: You are lewd
1: grip, yes. Correct. That's lucky because I couldn't think of any of the other Chaos players at all
2: <laughs> mm,
0: Okay uh, I have got well, It's it's neck and neck It's three all um, Is this the deciding round then is Alex? I think this is going to be The deciding round folks at home And oh which one to pick Which one to pick I might pick a bit of a weird one Should I pick a weird one I'm going to pick a weird one Okay um, I've got one Who's first this time? Um but it's three also be Matt again,
1: I suppose. Me again, I think, yeah. Um am I dead?
3: Yes. Okay, so my ears question is a bit pointless. (laughs) Probably, yes. Or is
2: it? Ooh. Uh
3: is my strength higher than three?
2: No.
1: I mean, Use that I ha- a signal,
3: to Matt. I, no, that, that, that's me clearing that my throat. Like, okay. Okay.
1: okay, that, that was it's just genuinely inclusive. Uh, do I have a secret weapon?
2: No,
0: you are not Sinbad or Hack and Slash. No you have no secret it eliminates weapon.
1: Eliminates two,
3: but yeah. Uh, eliminates more now. You've got the, you've got the, the goblin new guy with the pogo secret weapon, dirty player combo. Why did they give a secret yeah.
0: weapon? Not a pogo, Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah, Which, he's are, got a secret weapon, has not he? Uh, yeah,
0: which is what I'm saying. Why?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of my point. Okay, There's also so a new chainsaw as well. Bryce strength.
0: the Slice Cambool.
3: And, uh... Um... Okay, so I'm trying to think of a question that I can ask that... Do I have block? No. Okay, that's not that one, then. Um... Do I have
1: regeneration?
0: Yes. Hmm.
3: I mean, I think most dead things do.
0: That's what I'm trying to think. I think most of them do.
3: Most, but not all.
1: Um,
3: but this one does. Okay. Um, so so just just remind me, I asked about strength, didn't I? You said... Is strength three you, or lower. Basically, y- yeah. Right. Yes. The
0: question was, do I have a strength of greater than three?
2: And the answer was, no. Do I have Dauntless? (gasps) No
0: No. Who are you thinking of?
3: Uh, So that's um, Crazy Igor isn't it? Oh yeah
0: He's not dead though He's a thrall
3: But he does have regen
2: Yes but he's not undead
1: Do I have a movement lower than 6?
2: No No
0: Quite interesting because you've got to come up with questions which the other guy you hope doesn't help the other guy too much. You don't want to ask yeah. the really obvious one. If you said like, oh, do not know? Do I am I strength seven or something? And the other and you said yes, then the other guy might get it. It's interesting, isn't it?
3: Am I Ithaca Benwin? Ah, <gasps> no. Ah. Oh, as he spaffed it? It could be. Oh, okay.
1: Um. So that narrows it down. Quite Good a lot, guess, actually. though. Am I Gretchen
3: Watcher, the Black uh, Widow?
0: No, you are not. Oof, okay. There aren't many left. There's so not many me. that it wasn't
3: going to be her. I'm not going to say why, but I did know it wouldn't be her. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <sighs> well, you could cut the tension with a knife.
3: You could oh. bottle it. That's not easy at all. I think I might be Ah, see, the trouble is you're too strong. You're Did we say no secret weapon? We did say that no secret weapon, didn't we? We did, yeah. Could I be What's his name? <laughs> uh, he, um,
0: humorous. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm gonna need his whole name. Oh, you suck!
2: <laughs> so what you're saying you, you is mean I've got someone the right else.
0: Upset. You might mean some. You might be talking about someone else completely different. Oh, I don't know who it is. Humorous? Who? Humorous? Madai? No, I don't know who that is. Humorous. Um, um, Thorg? No, nope, no idea. This is you who okay. docks, usually dox me points before yeah. we've even started okay, the quiz. Okay, okay,
3: okay, 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 okay. Humorous. Humorous. <laughs> okay, okay, no, it's going to be a dubious blood ball pun. So, humorous. Um. You can, like,
0: hear the neurons firing off, can't you? You can actually almost <laughs> hear the connections as, as they try to remember stuff. This is what um, Mike is doing now is probably forgetting the names of long lost loved ones here, to have time to remember, dredge up this ridiculous, pointless knowledge from the past. He's going to be like, How oh, it's this." Wait, what's my wife's name or girlfriend's name?
3: He's my first name, name, humorous. Yes.
1: Damn it. Am <laughs> I humorous, Carpool? Yes,
0: you are. Oh, well done, man. <laughs> and that puts you into first place by one point. Well done Matt. Yay. Thanks Naz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um interestingly more good questions to narrow it down. If you said do I have block, that will uh cover about half of the players.
3: So about half of them have block, so you can cut it in half potentially. In case you I think I did for that last one, didn't I? That's why I was fairly sure it wasn't uh, Gretchen vector. Um did we uh, someone might have said that? Yeah, you, oh you did actually. Sorry, I said you are that quite right. Actually got blocked. Did ask she? that, yeah. Uh, I
0: thought she yeah. didn't have block. She
3: hasn't got block. I'm pretty sure. Does she not? She, Disturbing I presence, dodge, dodge foul
0: appearance, jump up, lona, no hands, regen, shadowing, sidestep. Yeah,
1: I was, I was pretty, a, sh- I was pretty she's
0: sure, sure she's one she of those ghosty things. She is a ghosty thing, but she's not a. Um, maybe she's got it in the newer version of the rules, but in the BB16 onwards rules, she hasn't got it. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. There we go then. There we go. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps it all up for us, don't it? Absolutely. Have you enjoyed yeah. that? Have you had a bit of fun we've with covered it? Have a fair amount a of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have. We, um, I, can't even, I can't even begin to talk about all the things we've covered. That's how many things we've covered. All the things. All of the things. All that remains for us is to say thanks for listening, everyone at home. We've been, but with anything but one podcast what could go wrong
2: literally nothing
0: literally nothing